It's the new Utah podcast. I'm that, just glad our equipment's good. working after last week's little incident. Yeah, me too. I'm really surprised, actually. If <laughs> what I, what did I, I miss? Being I spilled water all over the, the board. Oh, that's a way to get and it our to guest. working. And our guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got a bath. For the first time in like two years. Can't be mad about it. Ever. Yeah. She was just dirty. Did you tell her maybe she should shower next time before she comes over? Well, go ahead and dump some water on me right now. And I'm escaping the gym. So. I was talking to yeah, a teacher like today, day. and I was trying to remember who we were talking to. We were giving crap about pretending like teachers have the summer off and teachers only work until three. And, and I'm like, who I was that talking to? And then I oh, remember it, it was Trina. Yep, that it was Trina. So last week, so. Yep. Yeah. Uh, last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm your host, Chris. Um, next to me is another host. Jeremy, howdy, and, and then host. and then another host, Bree. <laughs> Hello, and then and then another host, Jess. Hello, and then there's a special host that's going to join us yeah. for the entire show, and it's Dash from uh, Title Boxing. Yeah, how y'all doing? We're yeah. happy to have Dash back. I've always wanted to be a host, y'all. <laughs> You're Boston here. Williams, You're doing it. You're here. And <laughs> I, I wouldn't compare us to Arsenio Hall. Hey, you know what, man? He I can am. throw a fist hey, up in the air. He's got ooh, talent. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We've and lasted almost paid. as long as the Arsenio Hall show. But no, that is not true. He <laughs> lasted a lot longer than that. We're on our way. We got we got some time to go still. I think uh, so. Uh, yeah, so Dash from uh, Title Boxing, you might remember from God knows how many episodes ago. Over here, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's episode one hundred and seven. Um, so it was a long time ago. It was like in the fifties somewhere, probably. <laughs> what episode be. is this? One hundred and seven. This is one hundred and seven. Wow. So we are into our third year. Um, we like to talk about that for some reason a lot. Hopefully that'll fade away as we get into year three and come up on year four. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our fourth uh, year. But, uh, yeah, so Dash is going to join us for the whole show. Um, I think it's because in podcast years, we're, like, ancient. You know how many podcasts end? Like, this is, like, four or five episodes, and then just stop. Like, 25 episodes is it for the vast majority of podcasts. Yeah, about 25 episodes. 25. I mean, 25 episodes is a pretty gallant effort. That's, like, half a year. That's, like, six months of, of well, a weekly just, show. You know, Mike had a podcast, and I got on it, like, a couple of weeks after I left here last time. But I don't know if he... Still has it, so uh, the dude podcast. The I don't dude. know. I don't know if he's actually doing anything with it, or if he's just posting things on. Instagram, well, yeah, he posts stuff, which is lot. amazing because he is like a million followers. Yeah, he has, and we have invited him right. on, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't know if he's still doing a podcast. I but don't I mean, know. He's got a serious following. I don't know how to do it, does it? Because he just posts like people like stupid things. And like, have you? <laughs> so, no, like, well, no, really. You, let me tell you how. No, I it's Mike, not. If you hear this, if it's you hear not this. in a bad way. But like, people like like things that you don't have to think about and that yeah. you can quickly respond to, and questions. And that's what that's what he's posting yeah. is what people want to see. Have you seen Snapchat? I don't do Snapchat. I refuse. Okay. Well, that's your problem. So that's I, I'm that's sorry, one thing. They're too little. Oh, you guys on Snapchat? I, that's the only are, way I know what's well, going on with my daughters. My oh. Chris and I are because my daughters. That's how they communicate. Uh, so, but uh, uh, the Kardashians—they're just a prime example see, of there's two worthless, things I don't do. Worthless human beings that have made a. See, big. I just got MySpace figured out. Yeah, but Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still get emails from MySpace. MySpace. Is that still going? My yeah, top it's, eight. It's it's where you go to find the most outlandish, ridiculous music ever. What, Snapchat? No, no, MySpace. MySpace. Is, is MySpace still up? I mean, for real? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it still exists. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Yeah. 
Is wow. it just for bands? Anymore? I wasn't, and I'm it's not just saying of, that. No, I'm it's like, a lot of music. I get emails like once, probably like once a month. Or I don't so. get emails. I deleted my account. That's yeah. MySpace. MySpace still up. Who's that dude? I don't know. That's Childish Gambino. That's not yeah. him. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he just did a thing. It is totally Childish him. Gambino. And that's looks all. Different. That's all MySpace is anymore. Really, is music. Just music. Oh, okay. He was at some event that Chance the Rapper did, and it was like all little kids at this club, and. They played their rea- like the reaction of it on this radio show that I listened to. It's pretty awesome, very so authentic. It, it's funny because I I enjoy I enjoy the raps and the hip hops. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed that last time. I was <laughs> I'm a big fan of that stuff. Bree not so much and doesn't really follow any of the current like top forty. No, I like Will Smith. That's about it. Oh no, don't even put. Will Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just bastardized rap. <laughs> but he's the Fresh Prince. He's, yeah. <laughs> Back in 1993, he yeah. was hot. You know, he won the first Grammy. <laughs> for rap music yeah and that pissed every rapper off until his day well, it's like, like when so, Jethro told one for rock but here's the thing he won the first Grammy for rap music he made a whole fucking album just about winning a Grammy yeah <laughs> see I like didn't it even is. know because I didn't listen to any <laughs> well, of like Big Willie style now, don't get me wrong I like Will Smith I think what he's done is amazing but come on well he was the thing. only one he was the only one that was really big out of out of Miami at the time like it wasn't until no, he's from Philly yeah yeah, but he But he did a song called Miami. Well he he lives in Miami now and he yeah. was mostly rapping out of Miami. So he was from Philadelphia, like that's where he grew up, but yeah. he he was down in Miami. There weren't a lot of other rappers down there yet. Uh, and so now all the rappers down until Cisco got there. Well now all well most of the most of the ones down there now are all <laughs> just like you can now, never come back all, to my gym all, ever again. Y'all, y'all, y'all remember Uncle Luke. I don't know if y'all know who Uncle Luke is. No, I don't. Two live crew. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember they, two live crew. they made they put Miami on the map, but I'm that's true. That's yeah. true. I remember they put Miami that. on was the a map. Whole different opposite of Will Smith. Yeah, like Will Smith <laughs> is like closer to family rap, <laughs> yeah, and uh, with your, two live crew is like back back in those days. Like getting a hold of a two live crew album was hard enough. Yeah, well, yeah. especially in a town of twelve thousand well, people. Did y'all thanks. know that that's the reason why they put explicit yeah, the lyrics? Explicit, yeah, it's because oh, the battle yeah. they had yeah. with... I remember all that. Yeah. I was yeah. in high school when that went down. And that's yeah. that's when Walmart made some of those decisions to not carry a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Because they carried Two Life Crew for Do they know while. that kids hear that in school? What, Two Life Crew? Oh, back then. Swears. Oh, back, yeah. Back, no, back then, though. Back no, then, uh, we still sports school back then. Yeah, we but, this, yeah. but, but we didn't talk graphically about having sex in school. That was what, like 92, 94? Somewhere there. <laughs> 91, uh, it was in the 90s, yeah, early Uncle 90s. Dudes, sure. I don't know. I was graduated by then. <laughs> I'm serious. I graduated in 1993. Oh, I got you beat, girl. Well, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't know what kids were listening yeah. to in high school. Then I was out of school. But I, I, you know, I miss the days of, I miss the days, you know, Tupac and Biggie Smalls. Like, those were. I have great events for you then coming up. Because those guys Chris loves rap. Were like the and hip hop and techno. Some and of the best to come anything out of but country. Era. Man, they we won't even get into Biggie and Tupac. They, I mean, they're on a whole different. Yeah, level. I don't even know if we can call them rap or hip hop. They are just they're they were transcendent. Yeah. Amazing. They were yeah. so good, and yeah. they they died so early and senselessly. Don't get me wrong, rap hip hop is amazing. I'm not saying you know they were just on another level. <laughs> Okay, you yeah. live crew right there. I, I, I should have said that, Mom. If you listen, this is it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, this is the kind of stuff that they put out. Oh I, man, they, hey, those dudes, man. 
I was like sex education, like the hardcore way. <laughs> you know, it was like, we weren't getting it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> Still not. Still- <laughs> you married, That's the right? truth. <laughs> That's the truth. Oh man, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm big into hip hop. But Brie, like, like people will come on, like uh, Daily Show. Trevor Noah will have huge rap stars on, and Bree's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Name, name somebody huge, especially from this era, like Drake. Oh, a relative, okay, right? Drake, yeah, like Drake. But Someone Drake, like Drake. The only people that listen to Drake are women. So, and I don't um, really like Drake. Yeah. But. Drake is just he's just oh, like, whining and crying to girls. But next. there's lots of people that I don't know though. Like I don't I don't listen to hip hop. Uh, I don't listen to anything that's pretty much on the top ten. You're old, so you don't listen yeah. to anything right now. Is what you're saying? So basically, Bob Marley, the oldies. <laughs> Bob Marley. Well, no, like I, I like newer bands. Listen. I just don't. None of the bands I listen to hit the top ten. I don't know if that's true. Maybe not of the the, the Billboard top ten. Yeah, that's know. what I'm talking about. But, Billboard, but top that's 10. because the music you listen to is um, not in the the populace anymore. Because what Cause you like to pop. listen to is is alternative, basically. Yeah. What is still alternative? I'm, I'm kind of with you though, because I don't listen to any of the new rappers. Like, if you name a new rapper, like within the last ten years, probably I don't listen to them. So it's been refreshing. Like even Kanye, as crazy and as <laughs> off, but you know, off reservation. Yeah, as he is, at least you can understand his lyrics. And Pusha T, I don't know if y'all know who that is. Yeah. Right? Oh, he just man. came with his new album. It's on heavy rotation in my car right now because I remember him from the days of the clips. So mm-hmm. way back when, when they came out with grinding, way back when. So that stuff. But any of these new guys, mm-hmm. the amigos and the Childish Gambino, all these, yeah, all, the, yeah. the all of them sound the same to me. And I'm like, what the? And then Can't they say the same that. thing over and over. I'm like, come on, man. I can't listen to new rap. Well, and I Sorry. like, uh, I'm a big fan of like Jay Z. Jay Z, 444, that just came out. Heavy rotation. And the only other album I've listened to since, I said album. Kids don't even know what that is. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> is that Pusha T album. I tried to listen to Kanye's album and. Oh, it's so bad. I, I tried. I'm sorry. What about Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick Lamar, I do like it. My son. T- See, my these, are, these, son are top, t- these are current top like hip hop Ken- artists. Kendrick still. Lamar, he actually. Talks. I mean, he just won He's a like, Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> these are some of the biggest artists still right now. But you named Kendrick Lamar, Jay Z. We talked about Pusha T. That's it. I mean, I'm saying like the rest of these people. Like Joey Badass and Logic. I don't know who the hell he is. <laughs> <laughs> he could be standing out right out our door and Dash wouldn't know. Joey's just bad. I don't know. Big Sean. Uh, no, I've heard of him, but I have, I can tell you once. No, I do know one song that he listened to. It was like a dedication to his grandmother. I'll listen to that. You know, know Wiz Khalif, though, right? Wiz I do Khalif, know Wiz Khalifa. Oh, Black and so Yellow, good. that's all I know from him, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot of these guys. I don't... I don't know. I don't well, listen to United The only thing that matters though, so. is 90s hip-hop and rap. Uh, you know, um, I'm with no. you. I don't know. Missy Elliott. <laughs> Warren G. Missy. Okay, yeah. not Warren G. No. Salt Bone, th- Bone Thugs in Harmony. Salt and Pepper. Bone Thugs, yes. But is Bone, Bone Thugs really rap, though? Bone Thugs is more they, like... They, that was like that R&B was of their time. Rap, yeah. Man. That was... The, I mean, they came and did their own thing. Nobody had ever heard dudes flow that fast. Yeah. Right? Rap in the 90s was completely different than what it is now, though. It's not yeah, yeah, even the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, they were rapping because they were hungry. Now it's just like, let me get a paycheck, and then I'll rap for you. 
You know, it's different. It's like NBA basketball now. You know, nothing against NBA basketball. <laughs> no, regu- no regulator. Like huh? basketball. They do. They do walk out of the sport, bro. So what do you like? <laughs> do you like boxing? You like soccer? She's a big soccer I actually fan. Football. Don't like. I like to hit the bag, but I don't like boxing. I don't like to watch people fight. I don't like to watch people hit. That's, I don't like any of that. So for people that think that way, come to Tide Boxing Club and come yep. with it's us. True. It's true. <laughs> because we just no, hit the really, bag, and I'm it. okay with that. Yeah. But like, Chris went to the fights over at a friend's house, mm-hmm. and I went with him, and I literally just like played on my phone and avoided. I can't. I can't do. It. I was can't it watch a boxing it. match. No, it's UFC over. Oh yeah, no, no, no. UFC. No, I don't watch. But I, I can't like watch. watch like even in movies, if it's a whole scene of just like a fight, mm-hmm. I'll just kind of listen until I don't hear him fighting anymore. UFC is like a Here modern day gladiator. Here comes a boom, man. I like that movie. I love that, that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the boom. Yeah. Is that a movie? With oh, Kevin sorry. James, yeah. So he's a school oh, teacher. He's like a big With, old And they're losing money. Oh, yeah, so he, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, is where, this is where you should lose interest with Kevin James. Kevin yeah, James. Hey, like Kevin movie. James is a funny dude, man. What was, what's that movie he just did? And he did two of them. It's a kid's show. The security guard one? Security the, guard. The mall cop. The mall Paul Hart. Paul Hart. Yeah. My kids thought that was funny as heck, man. <laughs> the first one's pretty funny. And I watched, and the second one's not that bad either. With the well, drug so, dealer. so in this movie, he realizes that's a, that. That's if, a top-notch review. The second one's fights. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and and here comes the For one. the he second one, out. that is a top-notch review. <laughs> if he fights, he gets paid whatever, a couple thousand, even if he yeah. loses. Uh-huh. And so he's like, so all I have to do is basically show up, and they're like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So he does it to raise money for the school. Anyway, it was funny. I thought it was. Pretty it's been good. out for a while. I, mm-hmm. I, I know which one you're talking about. Anyway, uh, so I'm gonna, <laughs> so back to our intro. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to talk about my weekend because it was an eventful weekend for me, at least. Uh, Farmers Market opened up. That yeah. was that was fun. So we went there way late. You were there earlier than we were, though. Jess. We missed Jess because I had a bloody nose. I was there eight. Yeah, Bree's a, Bree had a two-hour bloody nose. No, she gets like she Is gets ridiculous. I get it. No, just randomly. Like, and it doesn't matter. And I'll just be like, "Oh, my nose itches." And I'll go like this and pull it away, and it'll yeah. just be like, and then it'll bleed for like two hours. Yeah, I can't. I can't handle. Like we were, we got there about eleven. It got crowded by about nine thirty. I can't handle it. I can't handle it when. Which is awesome for opening day. Farmers market, man. You supposed to be there with peace, love, and hair. We just won't go. That's true. Happy. Well, if it's that late again, we just won't go. Peace. It was awful. Well, like when we, we, we stopped and talked to Jen and she's like, I've already seen three dog fights. <laughs> again, don't fucking take your dog to the <laughs> farmer's market if your dog is I an like asshole. I threw that into the And don't take your kids if video. their kids are assholes too. Well, that's true. I'm sorry. I got a bunch of kids and all of them are. Sorry. Well, but <laughs> I doubt do your other, kids are assholes. Do other people think your kids are assholes? Because a parent always thinks their kids are assholes. And if they don't, you know they're a terrible parents. I love my kids and... <laughs> You know, I didn't know that conversation they threw down the other day. Your daughter is holding her own. She's she she is something else, man. <laughs> We're in trouble with girls that. are going to take over the world. I that, that would be a great idea, especially oh. black women. Wait, 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 wait! Like I watch the news and I am like, oh. freaking black mamas are finally like, you know what? I can control my son. No, I can not, control not the rest of you folks. Y'all just finding out about that because of social media. Yeah. Well, but that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. I look at the news now and I'm like, why didn't you people step forward? Look at you, like have it under control. Please help us. Man, no, I I agree with you on all fronts. Women, black women, all that. I, my daughters stuff this is funny i gotta tell y'all this i've never said this to my daughters before but they went and saw black panther right and um we were out walking around in this park the other day and um my daughter out of nowhere she just yells i'm proud to be black 
Aww. I'm That's like, awesome. um, okay. <laughs> and we're from Wakanda. <laughs> like, um, Did she do that? Uh, girl, you, you were born Chest in Salt Lake in, like, <laughs> in, in the living room, not even in the hospital, Aww. you know. Like didn't make it. You know. We had we had a hippie. We had like a midwife come in. No, that's what we did. A pool right in the middle of the living room. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was just kidding, but you really did. No, we really did. My wife is uh, like that. That's a whole different story. <laughs> She's but yeah. another strong woman. Yeah, but it was just, it was a trip though because I'm like I'm proud to be black. I mean, we say that, but we don't say that out in public. And also, <laughs> where the heck did y'all? And especially, so. I've never said that to them. You know, Aww. but it was just it was just a moment where I was like, you know. Yeah, girl, be proud. Be proud to be a woman. Be proud to be black. Be proud to be who you are. You know, I loved it. You know, it wasn't like a racial thing. We weren't trying to start a, you know, Black Lives Matter rally or anything. There's only three of us. So, <laughs> so that's but half, I'm just that's saying. Half, was, that's half of you in, in the Salt Lake Valley, though. Yeah, I know. That's the, yeah. the other three play for the jazz. And My favorite realization. But they don't live in Salt Lake. They don't live in Salt Lake, yeah. My favorite realization was one day, um, I I. It wasn't one day. It was over the course of time. But I looked in the rearview mirror, and my daughter's sitting there, and she's white kid because I'm a white I'm a white gal. And then her best friend to the right is Mexican, which is pretty common here. But yeah, her best yeah. friend to the right is is this this girl. Jeez, she turned twenty, and she needs to be a model. Anyway, she's this beautiful black woman now. Then, like a week later, I look in the rearview mirror, at my other daughter, and I look to one side, and it's her best Mexican friend and her best black friend, and I went. My kids have the same friends and it's a Mexican friend and a black friend. And like they don't they didn't think about it. Like yeah. it wasn't a it wasn't a thought of I have a Mexican friend and a black friend or anything. That's just their friends. And I went, my kids are kind of cool. Like they they don't stay Well, it's even it, it even goes further than that for me with the girls cuz they they uh, you know, when they describe their friends, we've talked about this before on the show, when they describe their friends, it's not the black girl that lives down the street. Like we had a Sudanese family that lived at the bottom of the street and Sean never once described them by skin color. It was always like, yeah, this is the one with the shorter curly hair. My kids are the opposite. <laughs> if they meet a black friend, they're coming home like dad. Hey, I just met a new friend. She's black. She got hair like mine. She looks like you. She's a lighter shade of black. She's a darker shade of black. She's just, they describe them to the team because they're in a sea of white. I'm sorry, but yeah. we live in a community. I literally have a white picket fence. <laughs> I'm like the black That's the American version dream, of, right? What's his name? Beaver, Cleaver, whatever. Yeah. You're, like the, you're like the, the adopted guy on This Is Us. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, Whatever that is, but yes, <laughs> it's, uh, no, but and but and and I mean, so my kids, but for them though, when they do meet other black people, they make they let it be known. They're like, "Hey, we're happy to see somebody that looks like us." So they will tell me. But well, it's totally different because your kids are black. Like yeah. for my kids to be white and not notice that is a huge thing for me. Because like my mom the other day, she's like, "Oh my, she just had knee surgery and she's." Oh, my doctor has the greatest assistant. I don't know what they call him. He's this, he's this really nice, tall black man. And I said, Mom, if he was a really tall white man, would you say he was this really tall white man? And she looked at me and she goes, no. I said, so why did you tell me he was black? She goes, I don't know. But she's 70. But, but it's also in Utah too, right? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, so so it's, I mean, like, it's great that just two generations removed, my kids don't even, like that's not even a thing. What You know, my thing is too, I think we should embrace all of you, all of each other. And if that's the best description you have of me is to say, 
you know, he was a tall black dude and you throw something positive up in there. That's great because you can say a lot of negative things about the tall black dude. So if you add something positive and say black, I'm cool with that. You know, so for me, I'm like not Billy Blinks. Just not. Don't call me Billy Blinks. (laughs) (laughs) I teach real boxing. It is your parents' fault that you look like him. I I don't look like him, man. (laughs) (laughs) My brother called me that, so I'll let you get away with it because my brother did say, "You're like a dog. You up there looking like Billy Blinks teaching boxing to people. You wear spandex, leopard print spandex. I'm like, man, hell with you (laughs) and everything you stand for. Screw your family." <laughs> so that's that's how I came up with that just when I'm like, don't call me Billy Blanks. And then when people go, Oh yeah, you do look like <laughs> shut the hell up. I'm like, no damn Billy Blanks. Oh, Sorry, Billy. You. Unless you got some money to give me. If I made thirty three million dollars, you can call me whatever you want. But hey, I ain't Billy Blanks. It's two thousand and eighteen. No one knows where Billy Blanks is. Billy Blanks last time I heard he had like dyslexia and he was living in California and he was having epiphanies and stuff and He's with Jimmy Hoffa. Is he with Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> Who knows what Jimmy no Hoffa? one knows where Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa is. Hoffa. That's my point. He, he lives, he's with Billy. Okay. We'll say Jimmy Hoffa and Billy he's Blanks. He's under together. the Packers. Hey, no, 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 no. Billy Blanks is still around. He's just a regular black dude. Now. He probably lives here in Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the black dudes no, that run then out you of. Would, then you would know. Yeah, you would true, know. true, true. <laughs> well, no, Gary Coma lived here for a little while. I never ran into him. He came to my dealership <laughs> once. I got their needle service at my dealership. You're supposed to run into it? Well, yeah. All the black dudes run into each other at least once. So I've seen every black dude that's ever lived in Utah Didn't at least he once. live in Provo, though? I thought he, he lived down in, like, like Mapleton. Yeah. True, that. true. Yeah. There was that, a, yeah, we try to migrate from that part of Utah. <laughs> there was an insurance rep. Um, he used to be in our territory. He was a black man. And uh, we went out to, like, for, you know, drinks and stuff after the meeting. And we're sitting there, and we're on the patio at Gracie's, and I was like, hey, Tierno. I'm just saying. Look, it's the other black guy in Salt Lake. And so he, he was laughing, and he's like, yeah, I know. I got in my Uber, and I was like, what, are there seven people in, in Salt, black people in Salt Lake now? And then he said, and then I looked at my Uber driver, and he was black. You see? Look, <laughs> we, all I'm hey, saying, we're you, growing. you could oh, be that. Hey, stop that. You could man. be that <laughs> instead of Somebody posted black. that video on our Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> and said something about that. <laughs> What the hell is this? Is this 80s? Is so 80s? we're all, we're like all 80s aerobic like videos. aerobic videos. This is a... Uh, With yeah. one-piece unitards. Or, what, what do you call that? Yeah, one-piece yeah. unitard. Yeah. I well, guess, I guess, I guess that's kind of redundant. Yeah. yeah. It's like ATM one, machine. Yeah. What the are your, heck is your that? Vin I'm just saying, Billy Blank is a lot better than this. You could be called worse things. Hey, Jess, do people ask for their <laughs> VIN number a lot? It drives me crazy when people ask for their I VIN think number. I just found you Halloween. I don't know. I have to pay attention. Uh, you know what? I just found you, know you your Halloween. Dash one thing, one thing I'll say is there is never, ever, ever <laughs> a reason why a man should wear spandex. Halloween dash. <laughs> Not even wrestling. Halloween. At the gym. Not even wrestling. <laughs> Nothing. There's no reason. You shouldn't even be in the house by yourself wearing spandex. <laughs> More or less wearing it out in public. Hey, we're in the internet age. Everyone's got their own kink, man. <laughs> I'm just saying that's mine. It's like it's like so. There's a company, and I'm going to give them a little plug real quick. Is that okay? Called yeah. Encompass Health and Wellness. They opened up their studio. It's a yoga studio, Pilates bar, twerk with a Q. These girls are amazing, and they teach a twerking class. And they had the audacity to ask me if I was going to come and do some twerking. That's another thing that a man. I don't care what you built like. Wow. I don't care what your deal is. You should never, ever, ever do. No, I tried turkey once. I'm not good at it. No, I'm just saying, and I'm not saying all women should do it either. But I'm just saying, there's never a reason why a man should be twerking. <laughs> but you got asked. 
Is that the is that the, <laughs> is that the place that's taken over half of your gym? Yeah, yeah. So they're right. They is the takeover. We built our wall. Yeah, <laughs> we put up a wall. I saw we that. put up a wall. Is it and all it done just, now? I haven't been. In yeah, it's, it's all done. Yeah. It's all done. Yeah, y'all haven't been for a while, but it's wall. It's painted and everything. Can't climb it. We've been busy every single Monday. And it just so happens that Jessica is from Mexico. All right. The Jessica that's opening it. Yeah. I was like, she well, she's not from Mexico. She's not from Mexico, but um, yeah. she's Latina. Yeah. Beautiful group group of people next door, man, opening up something amazing. Y'all gotta I want her to come here on the show because she's pregnant with twins and she's the size of a twin, her damn self. She's so small. So, you know, but she's doing like prenatal yoga. She's on like a spot, I think, on channel thirteen right now doing some stuff. She's an amazing girl. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, so farmers market? Yes. Oh, hey, wait, time out. I have That's to. Really cool. I promise that farmers market. I thing. promise that I would unveil this live on the show. It's soap what on a rope. Soap it? on a rope. <gasps> soap Come on. on. No way. Did That's they make that for us? That's a small rope. That is not that. Did you make that? No. Jen made it for you. Okay, I it was a candle. Okay, Jen, Jen, I gotta have a, I have got a conversation. She with made you it about. as a joke, and everybody <laughs> came in the studio and was like, "I freaking love that." Are you really making that? And she was like, "It didn't even have like real rope." Yeah, it's like a piece. <laughs> it's like say. a piece of twine, like soap on a rope. It's not twine. It's real rope. The, the whole point of that it is, is awesome. to wrap around your wrist so you don't drop it and have to bend over. But I mean, I guess it works. You can put it around it on your, your finger. finger and, yeah. I wonder how far oh, down hey, the rope goes. Actually, looks handy. Look. I know. Now, with that particular soap on a rope, you want some action. <laughs> yeah, <this is laughs> you try, whoops, I dropped it. <laughs> yeah, we, stopped, we, stopped and saw, we stopped and saw Jen as well from Oleo. Um, That's cool, Jen. Thank you. Oleo. She makes Whatever. the sprays and uh, the soap. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. So she's uh, an affiliate or something like that with Lululemon. She makes it. Yeah, she uh, does. She does like pop up shops stuff. with them. Yeah. 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 And she does. They do a bunch of sells to like private barbershops and stuff relabeling yeah. their oils she's amazing yeah i got some some of her spray stuff one time it was actually her really good stuff. Sprays, get some get some beard and face oils really good for you that's why jeremy's beard looks good it's uh, <laughs> <just> clean <laughs> nice and gray <laughs> she was she was talking to some guy at the at farmer's market and uh whenever i'm there and i'm just waiting to talk to her and people are talking they say something really dumb like it's going to make my face feel oily. I looked at him and I said, I'm wearing it right now. Does my face look oily? And he's like, no. And I'm like, so yeah, it doesn't make your yeah, face look oily. You're going to be fine. Like, it's going to be totally fine. Nah, she, her stuff, man. She had these, this little bottle and it was like this little rock in the bottom of yeah, it. Yeah, her rose, her rose, her rose water. Spray. Yeah, rose water. Yeah. Amazing stuff. I sprayed it in my car all the time. <laughs> my daughter. That's because you stuff. smell like a gym. Yeah. I don't, man. He doesn't. I don't know. I can't even tell what I smell like anymore. I just no, hope You know what? His good. gym doesn't I smell like a gym. I thought you said a gem. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't. Like a diamond. Thank you. We try. Yeah, no, it, it's You totally it's would nice think there. walking into a place where there's just a bunch of boxing bags hanging that Look, would be all stinky, but it's not. Let me be clear. I I don't know that I've ever sweat as much as I sweat during one of those workouts. Cool. So or get as tired. I imagine then. it is disgusting in there. We clean that place. Like you wouldn't even believe. We got this one guy named Steve that works there. And you just, we, you just made that up. That's the name no, of everyone. Real, no, really it doesn't know that. <laughs> and Steve is, he is, I, I don't know. He, the dude is so anal about cleanliness. 
And um, so we, we created like a system where literally after every class, we try to clean the gym because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some sweaty, swassy people. Up in there. Well, I think everyone, everyone. Chris and, Chris and John are two of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, every time, but every time <laughs> yeah, I've been really. there, like everyone John does a sweats. everyone does a pretty good job of spraying their stuff they, down. Yeah, they spray it. I mean, but not the floor no. and, the, and the bathrooms and stuff. That's, uh, that's oh one my gosh, of my your pet bathrooms peeves. are like amazing. Thank you. Have you seen it since we painted it? Um, no, I, I don't oh, think so. Oh, you gotta come check it out. I like that you guys added, like, the toiletries. And yeah, stuff. I like yeah. the toiletries. Yeah. I like that when you walk in there, you don't feel, you don't even feel like you're in a gym. You feel like you're in one of those spa bathrooms. Thank you. <laughs> that was what we were going for. Thanks, Peggy. You, you, you get it. You yeah, that's, it. Yeah. That, that is, that is, that is cool. Yeah, thank you. Her men's bathroom have toiletries too? Yes, yes, yes it does. Axe body spray and everything. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no axe. There's no axe. I'm there quitting are, that gym right there now. There are colognes, but there's no axe in that, in that bathroom. I don't know what they got up in out of you. I got my own toiletries. I, I go in there and I'm like, hey, how am I supposed to pee in here? <laughs> this does not smell it's like a place I should pee in. No, I, we, we want y'all to pee, but just, it, here's my issue with peeing. <laughs> I use the in sink. The, in the men's room. <laughs> 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 what? Well, everybody else is missing the urinal, so you might as well use the how? sink. I don't understand. It's not like they're dry. It's not a bar. Like, and how, how do, do men miss? Like you have I, like I a thing it. that you get I to have aim a with. I don't get it. Maybe I need to put Cheerios in the urinal <laughs> and well, tell dudes to aim for it because I, I, that's nothing. Worse. Are, are they missing or is it splattering on the floor? Because nah, there's two different things. No, nah, there's some dudes that when they're done, you don't there's know like where the piss by at. The handle. It's like up. No, it's everywhere. <laughs> I, I swear it. this. It's like little boys learning how to pee. But there's grown men. I feel men. that's the name of this yeah, episode, Cheerios in the Urinal. <laughs> yes, please. Call it that. But we'll, we'll see. Swassy I've people about and that. Cheerios in the Urinal. <laughs> Swassy <laughs> people. I learned that word here in Utah. First time this girl said that, man, she was like, oh, I got up from the bench and I left swass on it. I'm like, yep. I, and I put it together. And I felt like a genius. And I was like, man, that's like, funny as hell. But that is gross as shit. That's, yeah, but it was gross because now every time people get off the bench, I'm like, swass. <laughs> <laughs> Work out, get on the floor. Ooh, swass. That's gross. That's swassy. <laughs> Yeah. You can't you're not going to make it sound can sexy you make by saying it like that. Sell those at the gym. Ooh, that's, that's swassy. That's swassy. Yes. Maybe we'll make a sweatshirt. Yes. A, a swassy I'd sweatshirt. Buy that. Can you say swassy sweatshirt three times? <laughs> three times? Sweet times. <laughs> this is great. This is the first time I've been able to smile in a week. I just oh, want to note that. <laughs> What's going on? Why? Oh, smile. I had a sister move from my lip last week. I had five stitches in my lip. So. Cold, cold sores are a bitch. And <laughs> I wish it was not that, but... No, I, uh, you can. You have mucus glands in your you lips. Know, by the way, you don't wish it was a cold sore because then that would mean you had. That's mouth what I herpes. did. You not just hear what I said? I wish it was not that oh. she said. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you have mucus glands in your lips, and one of mine got clogged and caused a cyst, and so they had to remove it. They cut it out. So I haven't wow. been able to eat like real food for a week, or a smile, or I had to belly laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just sit back and just shake it. <laughs> so that reminds me. So Bree's mom's in the hospital. She had her knee done yesterday, a total knee. Um, it's her second one. But so she sleeps with her I'm eyes open. kind of badass, by the way. Apparently she sleeps cool. with her eyes open. So they made her wear a mask. That's crazy. Well, um, they didn't make her wear a mask. Her doctor has like recommended that. that so her eyes don't dry out. So, but when she goes to sleep, her mouth goes like this. Like it's really sad. Like, like it's is as deep of a frown as you can get. Like you, like I have to try to make my mouth tiny do little that. Ma- like her mouth is really. And so it's just like moo. And, and so her eyes, and her eyes are open. And her eyes are uh-huh. open. And so That's yesterday we're sitting there visiting <laughs> her. So she had the she had the knee done yesterday. We right. were we were visiting her, and she's 
she's high as a kite because she's on she's on Dilaudid, Dilaudid and oxycodone, and oxycodone. Oh, like wow, the good she, stuff. she's like you know less than 12 hours out of her <clears throat> total knee replacement so serious painkillers but she's sitting there and she's like in and out of consciousness as she's as we're there and so we'll be talking to her and she'll be sitting there and she's like on her phone doing something and then all of a sudden you'll see the phone drop and her face droop but then her eyebrows just shoot up like, like she's, she's excited all- like her eyebrows are up here and her mouth is down here. I'm like, and she's do asleep. I look like that when I'm sleeping? <laughs> like, no, you don't. Like, I mean, you will when you're seven. Am I going to look like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm seven. I'm freaking but out. I'm like, what is she? Like, she's the most excited, upset person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, and then I was, I mentioned, happened to mention Medicaid to her or something. And right after Medicare, that. Medicare, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right after that, she goes, you know that VA thing that Rick has? I'm like, yeah, I have that money in there. She's like, I don't trust the government. I should bring my money out. <laughs> and we're just laughing at her. So Chris goes up there to visit her at lunch today and mentions it. She's like, I did not say that. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah you were yeah, trying to make drugs. major financial decisions while you were high as a cat. Those drugs make today. you tell the truth, though. <laughs> <laughs> you start admitting, you know, your deep, dark secrets. Yeah. It was so funny. So I got to make uh, dinner on Sunday. All farmer's market ingredients. Yes. The whole thing. Don't rub it in. Except the herbs. Yeah, because they don't have herbs quite yet. Which was nice. What what did you make? Uh, Spring peas, some baby red potatoes, and some pork chops out of one of the ranches. I bought Mm -hmm. sugar snap peas and hummus from Lizzie's. Those peas are so good. Oh, my gosh. I was just eating them one by one. They're so good. No, they're not. They're delicious. They're yummy. My kids eat peas frozen. I think that's the nasty. That is weird. Like, how do you even discover weird. that you can eat a pea frozen? My, well, their grandmother. Uh, the same way you learn that mom. you can eat Bisquick out of the box? My no. wife's mom. What? Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Apparently, Jessica does. Bisquick? They still make that, too? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got some upstairs. Really? Yeah. Damn. Just with a spoon out of It's box? because you don't eat, like, yeah, yeah, see, I, I only bad shot, shit for you. Later. Whole Foods is the only place I go to right down the street from my house, so that's... I don't think they sell Bisquick. You know, they sell Whole Foods at, like, Harmon's, too. Harmon's isn't close. That's I, I literally my little like a block or two away. Yeah, seriously. So that's why I go there. Yeah, I choose not to go there. It's too expensive. So like grandma it, it taught them how to eat frozen peas. Yeah, frozen peas. So they will snack on frozen peas. I'm like, man, that is not a black thing right there, bro. <laughs> Y'all can't go home and do that because <laughs> you can't go visit my family in Virginia and start eating frozen peas. They'd be like, hey, dog. What's wrong with your kids? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're from Utah. Yeah, sorry. no, no, no. Uh-uh. We're from Wakanda. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I thought that you were supposed to pronounce Virginia, Virginia. Virginia? Well, Virginia. I mean, you can say Virginia, but come on, I'm in Utah now. I, I, I've been here long enough that <laughs> I'm almost lost my black card. Um, and I ain't talking credit card. Um, I, I don't think you can. I don't think as a refugee you can lose your black card, man. Well... Yeah, you're pretty legit. You, you, you live in Utah long enough, dude. Okay, maybe not. Is the you're white right. just rubbing off on you? It's not, it's not white. It's just... <laughs> Are you being just assimilated? You're just no longer as black. <laughs> 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 like, you forget certain things, you know? <laughs> you walk differently. You start wearing Birkenstocks. Like, you go, nah, that's oh, please. You go back to Virginia. No, you're, you're wearing no. Crocs. And, no, Crocs. Crocs. No. Asking for mayo you know, on your, on your motorcycle. That's, that's, that's one thing I haven't lost is my taste. And my clothing and all that fun stuff. And, and unfortunately, I'm here in Utah and nobody recognized. Like, damn, that's cool. But actually, you know, the internet, social media has helped a lot of people. So even though I'm here. Thanks, Kim Kardashian. Thanks, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that's just. Hey, man, you know, I'm just saying, you're a refugee that. from Africa. Technically, mm-hmm. you could be from Wakanda. <gasps> just throwing that I mean, out it's there. That's true. You know what? Let me see your inner lip. 
Pull it down. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't show you. I can't like show you. Like your kids man. could legitimately like. You know, I may climb, have some. Vi- I may yeah. have some vibranium with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you colonizers. <laughs> That's the best. I like the. To- I like the token white guy in, in the, the CIA. Yeah. You know? And and yeah, the, the the reference to the colonizers is the best. Yeah, that was that caught me off like, ooh, is that like a new racial term? Are we gonna start calling it the c word here? I, soon? I wouldn't say it's a racial term i'd say it's just a truthful yeah, term. well yeah true but i'm just saying you know i want people you know anyway to, to with be, this with this era i'm scared about everything i say to be fair it's the english that were the colonizers more so than than the americans have you seen true. those signs for that Since tribe we of kings thing uh, tribe of kings yeah who's that guy that started it he's like the, he's the guy that said that white men are richard paul evans yes, richard paul richard evans, paul evans. Richard Paul Evans, he, isn't he like an LDS singer? Or he's a, he's, he's an, an author. Author, author yeah. He's Michael the one that got series. kicked out of Fanex because he was a Me Too guy, like a. No, he was, he's a womanizer. As in an offender, not yeah. a supporter. Oh, okay. So Richard Paul Evans, the LDS writer, huh? yeah. writes Christmas, Christmas books yeah. or whatever. Don't, don't buy his shit, by the way. He's a racist piece of crap. I not hey, we won't get into that conversation. Yeah. Today, anyway, he has started a movement called. Tribe of Kings and, white it's, and it's T-R-I-B-E-K-Y-N-G-S mm. because the white men are being suppressed. That's the only racism you know, left in this country. By women. I, I've, I've noticed that lately and I just got to say, I mean, I look around me sometimes and I just think, man, how much would it suck to be a white guy? I know. Like wouldn't, don't you think that? Yeah, it's just like to have like good credit, have everything. Let me tell you. Not get have pulled over by the police. You know, yeah, be able to go places, be able to yell at cops. Being yeah. able to stand in the middle of the I thing would, and yell, I am white and be okay with it. <laughs> I would just like to be able to say to a cop, man, don't touch me and not get shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just that alone right there, I would... Or just oh. not get pulled over by the cop in the first place because... I, I got a story about that, though. Can I tell you all this oh, story? Oh, you can Absolutely. tell whatever story you want. Okay. And this this is going to go backwards, and I'm not, like, trying to be one of those people that says, oh, I'm telling you this because all people aren't... All cops aren't bad. This is just a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'm doing 100 miles an hour coming from Adobe and on the freeway the other night. Actually, it was a while ago. It was a while ago. A Everything's ago. the other night to yeah. me, so you're good. And... um. I'm in the far, the HOV lane, and I'm like, oh, crap. Here comes my exit, 72 or south. I got to get off. Double lanes. I'm doing 100 miles an hour, cross double lanes trying to get, and guess who I turn? I I pull up in front of? Police officer. (laughs) I pull over. I didn't even wait for her to turn on. It was a female cop. I I didn't know this until she came. But you're like, you see the cop, you're like, I'm just going to go. Yeah, I just pulled over, and I just shot, sat there, and I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm glad I had um, Brittany. Lindsay, um, she works with us in the passenger seat. So I'm like, well, maybe that might help me. I don't think he'll, she'll shoot through her to get to me, but <laughs> you just never know. Anyway, the cop comes. She's like, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, um, yes, ma'am. I ran over the double lines and I was speeding. She was like, I don't even know how fast you were going, but you went over the double lines. Do you know how much that ticket costs? I'm like, I know it's very expensive. She's like, okay, I'll be right back. So she leaves. She, she wasn't going to pull you over for speeding just for crossing the double lines. She was lines. like, she, five, five she said her. you were going so well, fast. But see, <laughs> as soon as I saw her, I slowed down and pulled over. The, the problem is she can't give a ticket for speeding unless she clocks him on the radar. Usually. Yeah. So I pull over. I'm stop. Anyway, she, she walks away. She comes back. I'm like, that's going to be a fat ticket. I'm in trouble. Whatever. She comes back. She was like, okay, let me just tell you this. I don't know how fast you were going. Okay. But I know it was really fast. Like, okay. And let me just tell you how much a ticket is going to cost you for, um, Crossing double, double lanes. lanes. It's like 250 bucks. I'm like, damn. Okay. And she said, but you know what? I'm going to give you a warning. 
on both of those. I was like, yeah, officer, I'm so sorry. I was about to miss my exit. And she says with a smile on her face, what if you weren't going so damn fast? <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. I can't make this story up. You go ask Brittany about it the next time we see her. And Brittany's cracking up, just sitting up there. And I'm just going, wow, what an experience with this lady cop that came and pulled me over. You know, Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still scared to death of cops. But- but you were that also honest with her too well, yeah, and straightforward. That, that experience was like, I wrote about it. I actually wrote about it and I just saved it. I'm like, maybe one day somebody will be able to read this in the archives after the apocalypse and go, <laughs> wow, cops were pretty cool. Like one, but this one lady cop was amazing though. So that that's, was, that's like my experience always with cops. Yeah. Cause well, you're a you're white, white dude. dude so of course. I'm just saying I had like this one, maybe that's what I mean by when I say I'm losing my black card. No. I've been here so long you, she couldn't see do you think it was because she was a woman you know I don't I, th- I just think it's because she was a cool person I don't even think it had anything to do with her her race um, her gender nothing she just happened to be a cool person it could be too like it I could mean, be because you just pulled over and said this is what I did and she went she probably checked your record and went it could be too because we live maybe. in Utah well, like, no, it's not, no, 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 no. When I used to have tenant windows on my car, I got pulled over one time, twice in 15 minutes. <gasps> for your tent? For my tent. And also, one of the guys that signed off, I had this police officer I used to go to who used to tell me all the time, he's like, oh, yeah, these dudes are racist. They're pulling you over because of your race. Let me just tell you now. And he signed, he would sign off my tickets and stuff like that. So, no, I've had some not so great experiences, but that experience with that lady gave me a little bit of hope in humanity, period. And police officers. You know, for a moment. Now they're not all person. bad, but I I watch a lot of police cops live, so <laughs> I love live PD. But he calls he calls live PD police cops. Police it's cops. The best so because the best we get thing, to see like the boring crap. Yeah, the and best thing the about live crap. PD yeah. is unlike cops, you know, the show cops where uh, it's always you know they follow these guys around for forever, and then they find like the one instance where some dumbass trailer trash white dude runs and hides under like a kiddie pool, <laughs> or you know, like they 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 roll up on some dudes that are selling drugs and bust them, and they happen to have the drugs on them. Like not all the times that they roll up on them, and they're just total dicks to these guys for no reason because they think they might be selling drugs and they ain't got nothing on them. Like that's the kind of shit you don't see on cops. That. In live PD, they show all that shit. Um, and it's it's also, it's kind of nice because it's live. There's only one cop out of all of them that's just a total bitch. Like, it's this woman cop and she is just always picking on like she, people. She rolls up to people and she starts like, I'm, you know what I pulled you over? And then they like start yelling back. And she's, she's like, why are you here. yelling at me? She's up here at like an eight. And so they go to match her and she's like, why are you yelling? They're like, because you started yelling at me. <laughs> like, She's only been cool once, and that was when that guy was beating on that woman, and she like went over there and had to hold... That was the only time I've ever thought she was cool. The rest of the time, she's just horrible. Yeah. Like There was this guy, yeah, he was walking in the street, but he wasn't like drunkly walking in the street or anything, and she just like gave him the worst time. For like freaking a half an hour, they just kept going back, let's go see what she's doing, let's go see... And then she just let him go. But yeah, you get to see. Dude is walking. Yeah. Just say, get out of the street so you don't get hit, dumbass, and then drive away. Isn't Cops one of the original reality shows, though? I think Probably. so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that shows. I think it's still on the air. Uh, it, not not like just like syndication. Or yeah. But yeah, it's, it's been, been around forever. The original ones. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, that was just a cool experience with a young woman who happened to be a good person. Not a, not a. I'm not even going to say like cops are great now because of that, or cops are oh, not I'm great. Gonna... The thing is, I I know a lot of good cops, especially in the Cottonwood Heights um, area. I know a lot of the cops up there, and they're really cool. Because they've all pulled with me over me. before. No, they've, all, they've <laughs> come to the gym. They've come to the gym. They're like, oh, don't know. pull him over. He's well, fine. it's like, yeah. well, it's like my, you know, my next door neighbor. Who's, well, Cottonwood Heights is this big too. But, yeah, you know, before so. my next door neighbor died, you know, he's a he's an ex felon, and he knew almost all the unified cops because he used to go hang out with them at 7-Eleven and drink coffee in the morning. Like that's where they So they really do that? Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. they do. Coffee and donuts. At least here. I don't, know about, sure about about I don't know about the donuts, but the coffee's a real thing. Like when they take their break, like the Sev down there by Harmon. There's like five or six cops. There's always there like six cars there. There's probably some cops right now time. saying that ain't true. I drink Monster. Yeah. Red Bull. Well, some of them Step might. Step my game up. <laughs> but I, I see most of them drinking coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, should we do some events, I guess? I don't we're like forty minutes in. <laughs> that long? Really? Oh yeah. It, it just fast. goes when we're fast, talking. This yeah. is what this is what this is how we get off track. Uh, yes, we can <laughs> do events. So this weekend is the what you thought was cool, the Wee Beer up in Ogden. I just think it's a great side. name and I'd never heard of it name. until this year. It's been going on for a while. Fourth annual. Uh now beer. I feel stupid though, because Chris had to explain it to me. I didn't get it and didn't get it and didn't get it. And he's like you know, Weber, Weber, Ogden. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, it's on the 16th. It's at the Golden Spike Arena. I thought it was like a small beer, like a wee beer. It is a wee well, beer. I was thinking it was like we, like, let's be communal and have we, like, and he's like, no, it's like Weber. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's a clever name. Um, also on the 16th, Catalyst Magazine and the Wasatch Community Gardens are doing a bee and pollinator festival, and that is at 622 West, 100 South, hey, over by of, the Gateway. Speaking of bees, how are your bees doing? So far, so good. They're still alive? Because I need to come over and hang out with them for a day. Yeah. They're st- for no, a they're, day? They're still <laughs> well, he does them on Sundays, and right. I told him I'd come do it a couple times this year. Yeah. So, bees, like... Like, yeah. like a beehive. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. We try to get him to Africanize them, but he won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that? No, you buy the Africanized ones. Oh, you buy, you, oh, and then you die. The killer bees. Yeah, yeah. and then you run your lawnmower in like a 10-mile vicinity, and they come swarm you and kill you. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I'm your not, dogs would be dead. Oh, they'd have been dead long ago. Your chickens <laughs> might die, too. We'd all be dead. He has a, he has a little farm. Like, yeah, it sounds like. He has corn and all sorts of stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. Hey, they got the, they got started on the houses organic right over you. here. That's yeah. cool. The houses behind us should be any time now. But. Well, he has four kids, so that makes it cheaper for him to feed them. <laughs> you know, I need to start doing that because I'm telling you, man. Well, garden vegetables out of your garden, eating out of your garden. It's just the time. Super. It's not. Dude, I'll go show you when we when we when we're <laughs> no, done. It's the time seriously. I will show you my garden. Mm. I am the laziest son of a bitch you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> Right. All right. I got that. And I'll show you <laughs> how I garden. Mm-hmm. It's I, there's like an hour, maybe two hours worth of work in there, and there might be another thirty minutes left, and then the rest is just picking it whenever it comes out of the, yeah. the vine. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We, like we, he he does some real like like urban farming shit. Like he doesn't yeah. plant flowers. He plants flowers. Like he he's vegetables. got he's got a couple compost boxes. He pours chicken shit on corn. Yeah. My mother-in-law is that she's. On that level, but she's always in her garden. Yeah, he's so not. for me, I'm like, it just looks like I don't have time. Yeah, exactly. That's how I was. Like, I don't have time to do that. Like, I would love to do some of it because I like fresh vegetables, but I don't have time for that shit. So I plant stuff that doesn't require any maintenance at all. I, I don't even weed. I don't even weed. That's why I only had yeah. two kids also, that didn't require any maintenance. this guy's got a trick for weeds. Oh, yeah. When newspaper. you go to plant, lay down newspaper, 
put a little bit of topsoil on it, and then just dig the holes for just your plants. Put a little hole where you're going to plant it. It keeps the weeds down. Newspaper does. Hmm? Yeah. Wow. And it, and it okay. decomposes. So by the end of the year, it's gone. And just it's composted back into the garden. Yeah, my mother-in-law, her garbage... I mean, pretty much everything that she would eat, banana peels, all kinds. I mean, it just smelled so rancid. But we would take it out, and yeah. and it had the best, darkest, like crystallized yep. soil, you know, and stuff. And So I, I would work with her and stuff sometimes. It's been a long time since I've done that. But nah, I'm a believer in that, man. I just don't have the, like I said, it's the time. And when I do have time, I just don't want to do anything. <laughs> Nothing. I'm either with kids or I'm at the gym. That's it. Yeah, when you got kids, you don't have time. Yeah. Like, Jared, well, Jeremy makes his kids do some of the work. How old are they? Uh, my oldest just graduated from high school. My youngest uh-huh. is 10, so I got four. Oh, good. Man. But yeah, they, they all have chores they have to do. They have to That's help cool. chickens in the garden and weeding and all that stuff and planting. That's great, man. So they're all part of it. That's wonderful. Except for when his daughter pulls up his plant. Yeah, that was last year. She weeded everything. Everything. <laughs> it's like gone. Like, <laughs> so uh, that was all in relation to the Bee and Pollination Festival. Is I didn't even get to talk about it. Okay, so, so go back. <laughs> <laughs> you see how two hours go so fast on the uh, show? Yeah, I can see. <laughs> okay, back to the Bee and Pollen Festival. Are you sure? Yes. For now. Do it. Uh, so they're having Ask a Beekeeper. They're doing honey-based bake sale. Uh, their pollinator costume contest. Oh my so gosh. It's all kind of like, it's not just bees. It's also Do they have like, a sexy pollinator costume category? That sounds sexy. Oh, uh, we could ask. A lot so sexier than Swassy. Chris? Um, Chris can do the sexy bee. Just a reminder, this Thursday is the chat with Farmer Luke on Facebook oh, Live. Sorry. And then I forgot to mention that we talked about Park Silly and the downtown farmer's market, but Sunday is also the Wheeler Farm farmer's market started a couple weekends ago, and I completely forgot to mention that. So it's I've much been to smaller. That one a couple times. It's okay. It's where they had the boiled peanuts. Let, let me give you, let me give everyone too a reminder about farmer's markets. It is currently the 1st of June. Nothing is fucking harvestable yet. Yes, <laughs> you, you have potatoes, peas and lettuce. Peas and pretty much any kind of lettuce you want. All the all yes. the leafy greens are available. But don't go ask if they've got cucumbers or they have tomatoes apples or, or tomatoes because they ain't fucking done yet. They're still <laughs> you cooking. You can get some kombucha and some sage, and that's about yes, it. Yes, yeah. that is well, actually you can right. Get, so, so the, like we got uh, so the guys that do the app, the hard pressed apple cider stuff. Did you see slushies? Yes, yeah, I they got have one. a slushy machine now. It what tasted are, like apple cider an vinegar. Apple. No, no apple cider. Oh, so apple they make cider. they okay. make they make their own apple cider. They crush the apples like there. Like they have a crazy crank machine that they. He hasn't done it for a while. Yeah, he didn't broke. do it there. But but uh, they. They're uh, actually a different company. Than do they the do hard cider? No. no. No, they just do regular so apple cider. Like which is, but they froze it. But it's and like, it was really good. It tasted like a frozen apple. It was really yeah. And it's like unfiltered apple cider, just yeah, straight it's, apples. Yeah, it's not, and there's no sugar in it, so it's just well, smushed up apple. There's no raw sugar in it. <laughs> well, yeah. I like I like the farmers markets, man. I always feel like I'm, I don't know, closer to nature some way, somehow, closer to something. Ours is really good. Something good. It's fun when you can make a whole meal out of it. Just taught us how to That's make cool. pizzas from the farmers market. That's probably one of my favorites. Guess what else is also this week that we missed because it was on Monday. Oh. The 14th anniversary of Napoleon Dynamite, you guys. Oh. 14 years. Damn. I know. Have you ever watched crazy. that movie? I've watched that show. I hate that show. Honestly, the first time I saw it, I don't even know why I saw it. 
And I was like, okay, I don't even know what I just saw, but I'm going to watch it again. Because <laughs> there were some funny parts up in that movie, man. It was like, was this a movie or was this real? Was this like a documentary of people in Idaho? Was it Idaho? I, I pretty much, yeah. yeah I was like, in the outfits and the way. Like the, just uh, do white, folk, are white people like this for real? Yeah, I was yeah. like, is this like, because I've never been to Idaho before. So I'm like, is this for real? So I watched it. And some of the scenes are so funny. Like anything with Uncle Rico in it just had <laughs> I bet you I throw this football, football over the mountain. Yeah, over that. Yeah, <laughs> Coach would have called it pigskin. He didn't even call it a football. <laughs> if Coach would have just put me in back in '82 or whatever it was. All right, so I have one more weekend <laughs> to talk about, but I really wanted to bring that up because that the was very exciting. Time machine doesn't work. No, I don't even understand what you just said. Eat your food, Jessica. <laughs> Sorry. Tina. Eat your food, Tina, you fat lard. <laughs> I've been called a lot of things this week already. It's only Tuesday. I've been Grandma called a child and a home. teenager and a You're eating a all our steak lard. and ruining everybody's lives. I'm going to call the cops then. <laughs> <laughs> that show is hilarious. Man. I hate that show. That show is hilarious. I, I caught your delicious bass. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma broke her cockix. There's a lot about your grandma, grandma you don't know. How did grandma Greek break her cock? <laughs> <laughs> that show is hilarious. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Make yourself a dang quesadilla. <laughs> Can you get your crap out of my locker? I don't have room for my nunchucks. <laughs> oh, man. Ligers. Good times. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there are important events the following weekend, um, like the Utah Air Show. Um, that happens every two years up at Hill Air Force Base. Um, Barry, who was yep. on our show a couple months B-dog. ago, will, see he will be flying in it. The, I believe that the Thunderbirds will be back, and that is the 23rd and 24th. If you go, go early. Can you still get so tickets? Early. It's free. Oh. It's there free. So it's it? on the 23rd and the 24th up and Hill. it up at Hill Air Force Base. And it, if you love planes, love this is amazing. If, if, yeah. I'll ever, be there. Have you ever been to an air show? No, nah, not. Well, like the old, um, is it the angels and what do you call yeah. it? So the blue angels. angels yeah. Yep. Virginia, yep. Uh, yeah. I saw them. So the, the air show at Hill is one of, I've been to a few across the country as it's I was growing up and the one up at Hill amazing. is probably one of the best. Like you plan for a long day, like get your spot, bring an umbrella, don't bring a tent because you're looking up. So <laughs> <laughs> like just be prepared <laughs> for a long Wear sunglasses, hot day. polar yeah. sunglasses, sunscreen. Some sunscreen. I'm have to check it out. Um, yeah. It's, it's yeah. awesome. And you can take public transportation because they have a shuttle that runs from the front runner too so if you don't get there early enough to park um just hop on front runner mm-hmm. and have that experience have you ever ridden front runner yes once <laughs> i've never been on front runner see i grew up in virginia dc where you know trains normal the, yeah the metro you know the subway system the front runner was such a big deal here i'm like really that's not a real metro DC <laughs> is like one of the coolest places I've ever been I haven't traveled very far but I I need to get back to DC oh, I love the place actually we're going home this year my wife doesn't know yet but I'm going home this year my family's <laughs> having a little reunion Aww. I was so excited when I ran and I ran up to the uh, to the Capitol to the White House is what I ran up to. And I told Chris, and he's like, you didn't run that far. Well, she's like, she went on like a freaking eight-mile jog. And I'm like, I was there's like, no damn way you I ran was like, miles. it was the White House. And he's like, it had to be the Capitol. I'm like, I think I know no, the you, difference. You were saying it was the Capitol. I'm like, it had to be just the White House. Because we were staying something, a few yeah, blocks from I the White House. I can't remember which one. Mm. But anyway. And I'm like, no. Like, I know the difference. It doesn't seem like they're as far apart as they are, but they're pretty damn far yeah, apart. Yeah, they're pretty far apart. So they're then like, I, yeah. we went for the tour, and I was like, this is the building I ran to. And he was like, oh, you did run that far. 
But, yeah, but DC is only much. 10 miles by 10 miles. Yeah, it's I mean, not, it's not If she ran eight miles, she covered the whole freaking Well, I ran, I ran from the she, hotel. She ran around like, like the common. entire mall. Yeah, yeah but it's like yeah. totally common to like just run down the sidewalk. Like with a bunch of people, they'll just like move out of your way. So I ran mm. from the hotel all the way. Like I just started. And then I ran all the way up there. And then I ran over to the Lincoln Memorial and ran. I was like, this is like the coolest thing I've ever done in my whole life. I got to say, D.C., unless you learn the diagonal streets, is a shitty fucking town to get around. Yeah, no, it is. Because if you miss, you can't just hop, turn around. No, it ain't square. It's all circles. You you might end up in Maryland to try to get back to (laughs) D.C. or Virginia. Yeah, it's crazy, man, trying to maneuver through there. Is different. I like the grid they got here. You might end up in Baltimore and get shot right now. (laughs) It might be an episode of The Wire going on at the same time. Yeah. Like, for real. (laughs) Okay, Jess. Did you have something else? Yeah, I have tons more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Jess, Jess, that drawing of you is pretty much the best drawing I've ever done. Took me a whole hour to shape you up (laughs) earlier. I gotta gotta say, we're almost an hour in and Jess still hasn't gotten through all the events. I don't have to do them. It's not a big deal. Oh, no, you do. Are you sure? Because yep. I can't interrupt you if you're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, remember when we had Josh the Herbalist on and he talked about this Snowbrush fe- Herb Festival that's yes. going on on the 23rd at the Gateway, also free. It's a weekend of free events, except for the Utah Arts Festival. That's definitely not free, and I will get to that. But at the Gateway from 11 to 7, they'll be doing workshops, classes. There'll be food, music. Um, a lot of people from around the country bringing their knowledge about herbs and plant medicine. So if you have interest, go there. And that will be the week before uh, Josh opens his apothecary at Time and Place. So you can go meet him and and uh, that will be awesome. Uh, so I said I had some events for you. The 21st, Warren G is going to be in town. And then the 27th, she's still rapping that Bone Thugs and Harmony is going to be in town. So I could maybe do the Bone Thugs. But yeah, no. man. It's but on a Wednesday night. A real rapper. The, here's the thing. Like, if I go to a Warren G, I don't like pot. And I know what's going to happen at a Warren <laughs> uh, It G was show. at the Stick Show. I'm I, pretty I, sure I didn't know contact he had more than one song. That Renegade song or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a whole album? <laughs> he had a couple albums. <laughs> he had a couple. Nah. Warren G? Yeah. I know he's related to Dr. Dre, but that's about it. <laughs> and he had that one song, Renegades Mount Re- Up. Regulate. Reg- Regulate. See, I don't even know the name of the <laughs> Regulate. Mount <laughs> Up. No, no. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to pull No, out. okay. okay. While you're pulling that up, <laughs> okay, while you're pulling that up, I'll talk about the Utah Arts Festival, which I can't believe it's already here already, is the 21st through the 24th at Library Square. And it's $15 to get in. It's not all Utah artists, but it's a super cool. It takes quite a while to walk through all the artists. You can pay an extra $10 and it gets you into concerts that they're having, which Folk Hogan, who does our opening music, will be playing at on the 24th. Say that again. Folk Hogan. Folk Hogan. I thought you said Hulk Hogan. I'm like, oh. He's like, oh. I'm in. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then further into the week, even though it goes into next week's episode, Olio is doing classes exactly. again. Okay, get Yay! Um, they will be doing another Shades of Pell class on the 27th. <laughs> yes, that song. This is the only song that anyone I knows. Hate that back song up, back too. up. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that for you. Man, that song used to irritate the hell out of me. Ooh, I like your style. Is that because you were? <laughs> is that because you were mostly an East Coast guy? Yeah, yeah, that was number he one. Like That's Jay-Z number one. Guy. Yeah, that was number one. But I then, had, I met his mom once. I mean, don't I, get me wrong. I mean, there was some hardcore like 
you know, West Coast rap that came out that we enjoyed too, but that was not one of them. <laughs> that's not really yeah. hardcore. Huh? That was that song is not hardcore. Yeah, that, that song is not a lot of. That's things. like a lullaby, <laughs> a rap lullaby. <laughs> That's when young girls go home. <laughs> <laughs> that, who, that's not Warren G, is it? Oh, that, I, that's Nate Dogg, man. Well, that's, yeah, but Warren G did a ton of stuff with Nate, jo- Nate Dogg. So uh, there were Nate Dogg songs that Warren G kind of sang I, on. Well, and I think. Because he didn't even rap. He just kind of. I think Warren G did a lot of producing on a lot of the songs, oh, too. Okay, that's so I don't, I don't know that he did a lot of rapping himself. It was a lot of producing that so, he did. So I'm just saying, so he's going to do that one song and then leave? <laughs> just like Bone Thugs is going to do the one song. I'm so leaving. if I go to. No, Bone Thugs got. They, got a, totally they only had an album that was full of hits. Uh, yeah. I, I would, nice. I wonder, like, I, if I go to a concert, like <laughs> oh, a Warren G totally concert, I expect to see, like, Dre show up and, and no. Nate Dogg. Like, I expect those Dre guys to show up on stage. Dre him like that. <laughs> Dre, 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 Dre is not going to show up to Warren G. I bet he didn't even go to his baby's baptism. <laughs> you know, if you really want to tell the truth. I, don't, I, I, I would like to go see, like... A concert that I would I would go see regardless of like the the amount of pot that I would have to inhale uh, would be uh, like like Eminem with Dre and Exhibit and concert, a lot of like I would go to a concert like that for sure. We listened to, to a one. lot of Eminem when we traveled. That was the last concert I went to because it was disturbing. So I had a daughter back then, and I'm like, I'll never go to a concert again because this is Babylon in in, in full effect. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Just Snoop, go to Eminem, go Dre. like a Leonard Skinner concert. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I, 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 they're horrible live. Don't go to that. I, I don't do concerts anymore. First of all, I don't like people that much. Yep, same. That's number one. And then just the guy who owns a boxing yeah, gym. It's not like he hangs out with us. He has nah, to wander around and be I, like. I like people that harder. are coming to see me. And not stuff that he like hangs that. out with us. Here he sits in your basement. What are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about at the gym. <laughs> y'all look so serious when y'all at the gym. Yeah, because Especially, it's hard work. Yeah. I'm punching that is not. <laughs> that is so not. If you guys think that you're gonna you're gonna go to the gym and be like, yeah, I'm just hitting and my arms are kind of tired, then you are stupid. I got a phone call from Courtney on Saturday. She's like, every time I work for you on Saturdays, somebody throws up. I'm like, what happened? She was like, this kid started throwing up in the middle of the gym, in the oh, middle no. of Javier's class. Oh no! In Javier's class. Up. Sunday morning, I came in and I had to scrub the club oh. because, oh. I mean, you could still see remnants of <laughs> and fragments of corn and. It's always I'm corn. not sure. <laughs> I don't oh, no, trust me. I, not only did I sanitize it, I threw the mop away, the now bucket away, everything. It was, I so don't, I don't that's how hard it is, eat before I go because I know that. It is like, poor it's, kid. It's didn't hard. Know that. It was his first day. Sorry, oh, buddy. I didn't eat my first day. I wasn't stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it's a hard work. I felt people. bad for it. Yeah, we get at least at least once a month somebody does that. It's funny. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jess. What else we got? Nothing. But uh, oh, that's you, it. You're like you're like a walking city weekly. I need to call you and say what's happening in Salt Lake this weekend that I could do with my kids. Like every weekend. Sure. I'm not even kidding. Because She's good at it. Yeah, my number. Yeah. Just or just even send her a little message. She's like awesome at responding to yeah, like social media and stuff. And, and if you guys want to promote your stuff or, or you have something going on just uh, shoot us a message on Twitter too yeah. we like those we, we post a lot of those yeah, we, follow us on Twitter actually and you'll you'll see a lot of stuff I'm not on, I need to get on Twitter I'm not on Twitter like Twitter you don't have to okay, tweet look, I, and, and let me you ask you this you do you have, do you have someone Twitter? at the gym that does that stuff for yeah. you yeah okay yeah, Brittany 
Yeah. Isn't she the one that's doing our class now that we went to once? And I don't know if she's still doing it. We had three different instructors in three weeks. So <laughs> I liked the Starburst guy, John John. John John. Yeah, he was likes, still my favorite. All the ladies like John. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> no, it's totally not even that. It's I just I liked his work. I, he it would just get to combinations where I was like, if he does one more thing on the end of this, I'm gonna kill him. And then he would change it up, uh-huh. like so that it wasn't like me. Because what no, happens? John John's is, good. He's, he's I get good. too many. You should go take a Sarah class. I get too many, and then yeah, I'm that's like, just pure insanity. I'm like. Standing there thinking, how am I supposed to hit this instead of actually hitting Where the Where she's bag? like, if I see you dropping your hand, you're going to keep doing this shit the whole active rest period. Who, who's that, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, she that sounds right. That girl is nice and sweet when you talk to her, but she got some issues. I like the music. I like the. <laughs> in, in a good way. Sorry, I like Sarah. The, I like the music that the girl that is doing our classes, the hobby was making fun of. I don't know. Which one? I can't remember her name because we only had class the, with her once. Describe her. Do you remember what she looked like? No. Like she's white. She's blonde. She's brown hair. hair. I don't know. She had pink hair. She had... I don't remember. She no. was a woman. <laughs> we got like eight of um, them. Yeah, I think she's... There's only a couple. She's, she's short, I think. It doesn't matter. I don't they know. All I don't think her music. You like Katie's the music? I like the music. It's just music that I listen to, so like I could really... Like, like Nickelback. It's probably Britney. Like three doors I think down. Because Britney's like an old soul who plays like old 80s hits. I like Sarah because she plays Pantera. She's like, oh, Sarah, here's some... Sarah's all over Here's some Jimmy Hendrix. she go from to Pantera to Easy mm-hmm. to... But Javier yeah. was like, this music sucks. And I looked at him, I was like, I was just singing to that song. It must song. be Britney. And he was like, this is awful. And then he put on a song and I was like, this is just as slow. Ha- Javier, Javier listens to like what they call trap rap music or tra- trap mm-hmm. music or whatever. Trap music. Yeah. yeah. And all his songs is about cutting cocaine and doing all this weird and I'm just like dude you know <laughs> this is a family oriented facility yeah. and every other song is cut it cut it cut it cut the coat he's that church song yeah, the, I'm like what's the go to church motherfucker go to church no for my ice yeah, cube yeah exactly <laughs> if you scared go hey, to church but before we get into questions talk about how awesome Javier is he is Javier he is don't cry though there's a serious love and hate relationship I have for that kid there's some times where I'm like you know I just want to choke you and put you back in the aneurysm then there's some times I'm like man this kid I love him so much he's the best but Overall, I love that kid, man. He's a good dude. So for I, is he a I kid? think I, I like older. He's twenty seven. I but think he's a kid. I talked about it oh, when it happened. Sorry, but Javier, no, he's still kid. Twenty six, twenty seven. Javier had an aneurysm at the club. Yeah, we knew that. And well, maybe the listeners didn't. Oh, <laughs> so I forget. I thought, we ta- I thought we talked about that when we had Dash on last. Well, that's what I just said. Oh. If oh. It, I'm done. No, go ahead. No, no, no. So he had. The, we talked about it last year, but then. He wa- he hadn't come back yet, or had no? He hadn't. I don't think he was back yet. I think he had just okay. done a fundraiser for him. So now, just a little follow up with what you're saying. He's back. He's teaching like more classes than any trainer. First of all, I didn't think he'd be able to. He was blind in one eye right after the whole thing, so I didn't think he would return. Um, seizures. Oh my gosh, the kid has had more seizures in the last year than the law should allow. I didn't think he'd be able to make it. And right now, he's our lead trainer. As of like a few weeks ago, if you knew that, he's the trainer of the month this month. And it's because of the transformations that he's made, like with just the way he, for everybody loves the kid, but he gets on my nerves because he figures everybody loves me. So I could do whatever the hell I want. No, you can't. And then he blames everything on his brain. Nope. 
you you fully functional now, bro. <laughs> Frontal lobe might be a little messed up, but you know everything else is working just fine. But man, that kid is amazing. Love that dude to death. But we have an amazing team of people, though. Yeah, Javier I haven't is, run into yeah. any bad trainers yet. Like Javier I, is, is they work you out. He's a he's a good kid, though. He's definitely a miracle baby, for sure. Did you have anything else, Jess? Any no, other events? Are you done for oh the whole night? Oh my gosh! Don't You're do just that. Quit? Yep. Jess, I came here for you, Jess. Sweet. She's off, she's off mic the rest of the night, though. <laughs> she, she's upset now. Sweet pea. Pretty feet. Can That's I my nickname, by the way. Yeah. For five and a half years. Pretty feet? <laughs> pretty feet. Have you seen her feet? Pretty yes. she, And she like, boxes barefoot, and she got, like, nicknames the prettiest tattoos who? for me. From him. Oh, just <laughs> from He's been him? calling me that since I started. Yeah, pretty yeah. feet. You've been going there for five years? Yep. She's, like, one of all That's the longest awesome. running... She got a punch card? She should have a punch card. After five years? Um, Do you have a punch so what, card? So what's the punch card for? <laughs> I, I think so you after get, like, yeah, like, you, know, you get like one free I, day? After, <laughs> after 10 sessions, you get punched in the face? I mean, it is a I have been gym. hit in the face. <laughs> who, who hit you? Javier. Uh, Javier. No, it wasn't Javier. Uh, I think it was Ryan so, and I were goofing <laughs> around. Oh, Ryan. Yeah. He was, he was kind of <laughs> like mutual. a tall version of Javier. <laughs> we were just goofing Big around. Big dudes that everybody liked. So I don't I don't really want to talk about your gym too much. I do have a couple of questions for oh, you. <laughs> well, we've already That's talked about it. We've already talked about it. So a lot. why 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 are you always hoarse as hell? And from teaching. This is from teaching one class. This is not my voice. I don't need. My, I don't think I've ever heard your voice. Like I think it's yeah. it's gotten better over the course of the evening. But yeah. like when you came in, you could barely actually talk out loud. This is from teaching classes and yelling at people. And I got a microphone, I got everything, but I've done it for so long now, just one class is enough to make me sound like, you know, broke down DMX. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a I have a thing called vocal cord dysfunction. Yeah. So this isn't actually my voice either. But it, it won't ever be normal. No. Yeah, my voice will never be normal. My voice is man, I used to sing. I used to actually have a voice and now it's just shot. So that's just from, from teaching the classes? Just from teaching, right? yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Is it just because you get so excited? Or? No. I. Well, yeah, I guess so. I, I, I love it. When I get to teaching, I, I turn into a whole different person. Because if you saw me outside of teaching, I'm really not that social. I mean, I like people and stuff. I tolerate them. They, we deal with each other and stuff. But when I start teaching, it's like somebody else comes out of me. It's just it's fun. I get into it. Okay, I want to talk about your. We we got to just briefly ask questions about it last time, but your your diet stuff. Okay, so the nutrition part. What about it? What's the? I I mean, we talked. I I think we talked briefly about how. Don't look at me. I wasn't here last time. I think yeah, you came. Right. You I came think you came in for after. part of that. Though. No, no, she she we weren't here for. No, I just said hi to him when he left. Yeah, because I think we just touched very briefly on your thoughts on diet and you know where you come from having a huge part in what you should be eating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So cellular predisposition, DNA, eating based upon, like, yeah, your ethnicity. You should be doing that. I just actually, I came here from, uh, we're doing, we're preparing for a seminar sometime in July. I don't know exactly. It's going to be a nutrition seminar. So Title Boxing Club and Encompass Wellness will be doing a seminar. I'll actually be putting it on. But we're going to be carrying my products and my nutrition program inside of Encompass. So, uh, yeah, to continue to do that. Yeah, I, you know, people should eat. You know, I love when people tell me, oh, yeah, we should go to the caveman diet. Well, my ancestors weren't cavemen. I'm sorry. They were more tropical people. They didn't live in caves. They ate completely different up until 
what's that dude's name? Christopher Columbus, Ferdinand, Marco Polo. Totally scared over. Bastardized everybody's country with pigs and corn and carrots <laughs> and beets and all kinds of other crap. They brought the, they corn, brought. They brought the corn from here. Yeah. Anyway, so well, you know, know, but I'm saying they they took it. They took other foods. To yeah, other they people, moved them all over the place. You know, rice. And, I mean, just all these different things. And now we don't know what's normal for the most part, uh, depending on your region, what you should eat. You know, and I, I love the analogy that this guy gave, this guy named Dr. Sabi. He said, like a gorilla living in Africa, um, 800 pounds can lift 10 times his body weight. What does a gorilla eat? Vegetables, plants, you know, eats based upon his region, right? Polar bear living in Alaska can eat what? Seal. There's a shortage of seal right now. So dolphin, but meat essentially, yeah. right? And we're kind of the same way. I'm not comparing us to gorillas and polar bears, but I'm just saying we're kind of the same way where foods can be or should be assimilated differently depending on where you're from. Like my wife, who happens to be European, can eat a potato and be just fine. I sniff a potato and I got stomach distension for like three days. <laughs> the starch in a potato does not agree with me. And then also you got even with women should eat differently. Like, for example, the drugs that are made in this country tested on 25 to 55 year old white males. Yep. So even if a woman who happens to be white does the same drug, she might have a reverse reaction or some sort of adverse reaction to the same thing. So food is the same way. Like there's certain foods that I just should not eat, you know, and mostly rice and meat. To like, be honest, like with milk. You. No one, should, milk. No yeah. one should drink that. Oh shit. my god! Why is anybody drinking milk? I don't. You know, some people still haven't gotten hip to the fact that vitamin D milk after you turn two is not like the automatic rollover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like you know, you get off mom's milk and go straight to vitamin D milk. Doctors are still telling people that crap. Yeah, I don't fucking I don't get that, that either. Yeah, we went to that. Vegas with one of my daughter's friends who's 18 years old, and she drinks, like, she, like drank she drank a, a half a gallon milk in like, a weekend. Yeah, like And I'm like, days. why do you drink so much milk? I don't know. I always drink it milk. It does the body good. She's like, like how crazy. Well, like, like, well, like, Breeze Mom's drinking milk. She's like, oh, this 1% milk's going to taste like She's water. She's like, I'm I like, just crave milk. I'm like, why? It's nature's best food, like, right? Like, why do you drink it? Well, it's it's really good for you. I'm like, what's good about it? What does it do? She's like, it's healthy bones. I'm like, no, it's Fucking not. eat some broccoli. <laughs> oh, you can eat a Twinkie. Yeah. And get calcium. Calcium. <laughs> everything, <laughs> else, everything else, calcium in it. Exactly. Days. You know, so anyway, I don't know. But but that's kind of, you know, that's also like the red pill, blue pill type mentality when I start talking that way. So what I do is I focus on alkalinity. I focus on, in, you know, in eating anti-inflammatory foods. And everybody can relate to that. And the equalizer is everybody can eat alkaline foods so i focus on that that way we you know it doesn't matter what region you're from what happens foods. if you're like from really weird regions like i just recently found out i'm irish and mexican interesting so like i can eat cabbage and frijoles but you don't like cabbage <laughs> i like it when it's coleslaw or when it's on a street taco which is like a perfect oh, for my heritage cabbage, you can have some haggis cabbage isn't that irish yeah. No, Scottish. Scottish. It's the same thing. It's always interesting to find out what people are really and truly mixed with. I always find that interesting. What are, what are you mixed with, Jess? She's talked about this before. Yeah, I'm pretty much pure Scottish. Do you not pay attention to her? No, we already oh, know this. Clearly, Nobody clearly does. Not. So, um, I knew the, I knew that on my dad's side, clear back to the 900s, it's Scottish. Wow, 900s. Um, on my mom's side, it's a lot of Danish and English. 
So. So you're all English. Basically. She's a white girl. 100% Anglo-Saxon. Yep. What was the dominating religion in your family? My family. I'm yeah. Mormon. <laughs> I don't know. Not back to the 900s. No. There were no Mormons. <laughs> it's, so I come, I actually come from a line of, of, of royalty. Like. So you could be the next queen of England. Like. No. Scottish royalty. No, like Scottish royalty. Oh. And like Robert the, like Robert the Bruce. Like, I, don't, I don't know much about that shit. You should learn about it because it's amazing. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck I'm from. I don't even know my dad's mom's name. So. Like I legit. don't know my dad's mom's name either. I don't even know my dad's name. That that's because you were a test tube baby. I know who my dad is. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know your dad. I don't know who my dad is. I don't is. know my dad's family. We're kind of kind of estranged from because he's a his piece dad of shit. is weird. He um, he's afraid the government's going to watch his TV, so he records um, religious he programs. Record it. Oh yeah. His wife's mother records like she's got like one of those old school like, like 20 a satellite inch, like, dish you can take two, a bath in two and a half three foot like huge satellite dishes I guess they have like at the ward house mm-hmm. yeah and uh she records like religious channels and, and like, then sends they on VH- vhs on vhs and then they mail them to him and he watches he them. doesn't oh. he doesn't have a tv that has a digital signal because he doesn't want the government to know what he's watching well, well how do we know that he's not the one <laughs> i mean that's I don't got know. it all figured out he's uh no He's crazy. He's straight up crazy. <laughs> he crazy. might just be removed from the Matrix. I got, I got stories. She's straight up crazy. Trust me. He's crazy. Uh, yeah, so I don't even know where crazy I'm Crazy people from. interest me, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were we? We were talking about, talking about food, family. And, and then food. we started talking yeah. about food and ethnicities. and Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just asking, like, what do you do when you have a contradictory, like if somebody is just made up of just such two different regions? You lean lean towards the darker one for how you should eat. So I would go with the Native, Mexican side. You Native can pretty much that's eat. That's pretty much how I eat. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. No, that's because pretty much how I eat. That's like the equalizer because you can trace. See, Europeans had a rough time because they, you know, they come from ice country, right? So harvesting and planting and growing food. That's why they came and tried to conquer everybody. It's like, look, we're hungry. why don't we bring our potatoes to y'all y'all got all this good fresh greenery and all this fun stuff here take a potato in the bible (laughs) have a potato in the bible have a potato in the bible we'll take all your land and all this stuff I'm just (laughs) but um (laughs) oh shit you guys got oil and (laughs) diamonds fuck we'll take those too but that's really and truly you know where I would lean towards just because a lot of those people even though like the average Mexican person or Latino person, African, Asian, whatever you want, they don't even know what their ancestors ate anymore because all of us are trying to be so cool and eat like we're all everybody global. else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. So people are starting to get away from what's natural. It's like even the China study. I don't know if y'all read that book or are familiar with that book. Um, what's it called? The China study. They talked about how in certain places in rural China, people had never experienced cancer before, right? But now you go to China, they're building a McDonald's and a KFC and a, you know, every single day. Yeah. Every single day, there's one popping up. And the young children are starting to remove themselves from their families, traditions and stuff like that and eating like that. And that's why you're starting to see obesity, cancer, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke. So just like in the U.S. Just like in the U.S. You know, you can see an Asian family that just came from somewhere in Asia versus a Asian family that lives in California. There's a huge difference in size. Yeah. Oh, Same yeah. thing with Latinos. You go to Mexico, see a real Mexican family. No, nah, they're not struggling with obesity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and African, the same thing. You go to the South, black people there are big yeah. people. 
you come from Africa, everybody wants to say you're starving. No, you just freaking eat healthy. There's a difference. You know, there is a difference. Everybody in Africa is not sitting around starving. Because you're not eating, you know, KFC and McDonald's. Exactly. Popeye's in the South. Hello. Oh, my God. Popeye's is so good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I used to work at Popeye's when I was 16. Did you, 15, and 15. you still ate there? Oh, my goodness. Did I eat there? So fucking Would good. I eat there now, though? No. But did I eat there back then? Man, I ate enough chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Popeye's is so Ooh. good. Popeye's, man. Oh, if you saw the way they cooked it. Oh. <laughs> you should anyway. eat pretty bird chicken then. I've heard, I've heard. See, I, I don't eat a lot of, the only meat I allow myself to eat really is fish right now. And even then, I'm starting to stay away from that because of all the, like, you don't know where you get it. If you ever decide to try a piece of chicken, that's where you should go. If you're ever like, I'm falling off the wagon, I'm going to, I need some chicken, that's where you need to eat it. We, we watched Dash's, uh, not Dash's, we watched <laughs> Viet's episode on uh, uh, Beat Bobby Flay. It was on the other day, uh, and he won. Spoiler. Yep. The, the no. pretty bird dude. Yeah. 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 He like, beat Bobby Flay. No. He was on Iron Chef America. He beat wow. Bobby Flay on Iron Chef too. Well, Bobby Flay is just a popular dude. That's like a new rapper coming up beating comedy. I like Bobby but Flay. But here, here's the thing. Bobby Flay. <laughs> so this, this is a difference. Like when, when you talk about some of those celebrity chefs, like Bobby Flay actually sets his restaurants up, trains his staff before he walks away from it and just kind of leaves his name. So like the, the Bobby's Burger joint in Vegas. Holy shit, that's one of the best burgers I've ever had that's in my great. life. And and there's all kinds of pictures of him actually training his staff and things mm-hmm. like that. That's so cool. he's, he's really involved like that. And he's actually a good chef versus a dude like Guy Fieri, who I don't think could cook his way out of a paper bag. And all his shows are about diners and, and fucking grocery stores and Is stuff he the like dude that. with the hair? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. See, I don't watch all these. I don't watch these shows. I don't know half of these dudes. But no one ever beats Bobby Flay in these cooking competitions. It takes a lot. And Pretty Bird dude And, and yep. VFM beat him. And so he's beat him twice. So did he get the name from like Dumb and Dumber Pretty Bird? Yeah. No, yes. that's actually exactly where he got it, where yes. he got it yes. from. Because every time I hear it, I, I just think of myself, the, Pretty Bird. Yep, pretty it's pretty just bird. down the street from where that was actually scene was filmed. filmed. Really? Yep. Yeah. That's actually that why he named why it they called Pretty Bird. But it's a Nashville hot chicken. It's Nashville hot chicken is what it is. Six years? Five. Five years perfecting the recipe and the cook and everything else. And it is amazing. I might have to stop by Pretty Bird and try it. And he'll he does one. That's just the the meat on a piece of bread, so you don't have to have like the the roll and all that. But the sandwich is his own kind of coleslaw stuff and his and pickles and the rolls are so fresh. They're literally from down the street. Like Does, he just, doesn't Eva make them? Eva's Bakery yep. makes them, which, which is, is just around store. the corner and stuff. Where but, is it located? Uh, by Regent the Street. Regent right? Street across from the Regent Under, Theater. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. the new theater. Yeah. All right. But it's, one, right? it's just amazing. He just he's he really cares about the food that he makes, and you can tell, and you can watch them make it, so you can see exactly what they're doing, what they're mm-hmm. putting in your food, what they're putting on it. It's it's kind of coming cool. from the back with a bandaid and the styrofoam nope. plate. Nope. <laughs> that happened at a Chinese restaurant one time. I went Ew. <laughs> this dude came back, and we were all standing in line. He's like, <laughs> and there's nobody more animated than a mad black dude. Actually, my black woman, I'll stick that back. <laughs> this dude comes in. He's like, hey, man, there's a Band-Aid in my food. <laughs> and everybody turned around. And all of us turned around and just walked the hell out. <laughs> well, and I, oh, that was funny. Viet Pham's, um, his sous chef is the, uh, he used to work at Naked Fish. Naked Fish. The, the sushi, sushi restaurant downtown. by. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's. 
he's a, he's a fine dining chef and he's just kind of moved it onto this, this Nashville hot chicken stuff and he's treats it like it's fine dining. And so it's just kind of an, the whole thing is an experience. Like every, you walk in and, and he can tell you why he picked every single thing in his restaurant. It wasn't like, okay, designer, make me a, it was, I picked these baffles like this because they look like feathers and I picked this special wallpaper and I had it designed and Hmm. I did this, like he's picked everything out and he went through everything. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, and his chicken is makes my mouth water. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Check it out. It might be worth the the cheap the cheap, cheap meal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I gotta sure. go home and confess to my family. My kids yeah. have never had. My oldest son has had meat other than fish. The rest of my other three kids have not. That's all right, though. Yeah. They, there's nothing wrong growing up like that. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> there's really not. Now, you know, the thing is, they're going to make their own choices when they get It's not like we're like, oh, no, you can't. Ha-. No, it's just we don't bring it home. Yeah, exactly. And right now, we're in control of their lives and stuff. So, you know, and that's I, just it. And they might go out and have it with their friends as they get yeah, older. And, you know. But it's it's not going to be a that's, a... that's a much better way to raise someone than a kid that gets raised on McDonald's every other day. Yeah. Like... Yeah, they don't even know... they. I've got video footage of my three-year-old crying because we went to Whole, we drove past Whole Foods and we didn't stop by there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, let me ask you this: Do you buy like the bullshit Whole Foods knockoff brand of like sugary ass cereals? No. Okay, good. Because those are still the thing that pe- gets it's me is like sugar people, people go to Whole Foods and they buy well, that. All carbs are sugars and all sugars are carbs. So if yeah. you understand that, you you know. I mean, but they're you, like, oh, it's it's organically grown. It's not a cereal. Is not organically grown. Nothing <laughs> grows in like, that shape. Uh, no, we don't do that. My and kids I, love amaranth. That's that's what we use for cereal. So we buy the actual grain, boil it, let it sit. It takes forever to cook the damn thing, and put some almond milk in it. Put a tiny bit of some raw honey or some agave or something like that in it, and they will eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There you go. That's that's one of the things that's, that we do. Well, and that's like because me growing up, I my mom when she when she would cook, we always had vegetables. Meat wasn't necessarily the star of the show, mm-hmm. uh, and we always had to eat everything. Like we had to try everything on the plate. We couldn't just not turn our nose up, just turn our nose up at anything. Yeah, and that's made it so now that I'm older, I like all kinds of shit. Like mm-hmm. I love all kinds of different food, vegetables, things like that. Like people are like, Oh, asparagus is so gross and spinach is terrible and Brussels sprouts are terrible. I'm like, I love all that I stuff. I eat anything myself just about. And that's a good experience. So you have kids that grow up like that, then they have a better palate as they're older to eat that sort of shit instead of the addictive, you know, garbage, sugar and fat filled yeah. McDonald's and stuff like that. So, yeah, that stuff is addictive too. I if your body starts like wanting that instead of real food, Absolutely. Have you ever, did you ever watch? Uh, was it Super Size Me? Super was that the one that yeah, he did? That's an old one. I mean, they've come up with so. If you go on Netflix, they got so many documentaries on food. If you don't, if, if you haven't seen one documentary on food in your lifetime, there's something wrong with you. Well, see, and that seriously, I, I will say this: so though, many documentaries on food, like it's because there's so many different. There's so many different paths from a nutrition standpoint that, that people take and that, that people will make claims to. And it's, it's the whole diet thing. Like, 
oh, do you do paleo or do you do the keto diet or do you do Atkins diet? Like, which one's right? Keto you, and Atkins are the same thing. They're, they're pretty damn close. Yeah. Uh, or, 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 <laughs> you know, is, is it okay to eat after, you know, 10 o'clock at night? Should you eat six meals a day or no, two? Most, most or of these types of food shows I'm talking about, it's just they talk about where your food comes from. Comes yeah. From. They don't necessarily tell you which diet to be on or whatever. And, and a lot of them kind of lean toward just more plant-based and stuff and just eating less meat because the problem in this country is we are acidic and it's because of the amount of meat consumption that we you know milk meat all that fun stuff now i'm not saying stop even with my own diet program i recommend a small amount of meat the only thing i say is make you know try to make sure it's antibiotic free it's hormone free it's not filled with a whole bunch of garbage and stuff like that but do people still do it yeah they still do it i just try to Give them a little bit more vegetables. Because what's the number one eating vegetable in America? Potato. Potato. Corn is about as useful. Corn's probably probably number two. And it's probably about as useful as a potato. Yeah. Or french fries is number two. (laughs) (laughs) They don't realize it's the same thing. And then mashed potatoes (laughs) is number three. (laughs) And then ketchup. French fries is probably number one. Wait, ketchup is a vegetable? (laughs) Ketchup's how people people get tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And that's a fruit. But, but, you know, the the funny thing is, it's just these, you know, it's just letting people know, you know, be a little bit better, a little bit more conscious of what you put in your body. Because all these diets, man. Oh, my gosh. That's why I don't even like to tell people I have a diet program. I have a I have a healthy eating plan that will help you with whatever it is you're trying to do. Well, yeah. So, like, I, I, I am doing... The, the dash diet not your diet but the actual yeah, dash I know diet which one you're talking about. i hate the fact that it's dash diet because it's not a diet like i've mm-hmm. i've had to change how i eat just entirely yeah to, just to to start to follow those well, guidelines people forget that diet doesn't just mean lose weight no diet is it's just simply it just means your, your way of eating right. yeah i've been on a weight gain diet weight loss diet you can go on a crack diet if you want to. <laughs> Those are good diets. A lot of crack references because of DC. But, you know, um, <laughs> diet just simply means your way of eating, not restriction, not torture, not, you know, hangriness or whatever the heck. These days, on. like, I don't even like to talk about food. It's just so frustrating. Like, it's just, there's so much out there that you can have, that you can't have, that people say you shouldn't have, and then you should have. And, Sometimes I'm just like, I don't even, I would just, some days I just don't even feel like I want to even eat because it's just become so frustrating about what's right, what's wrong, what you should put in your body, what you shouldn't, what's healthy, what helps you, what makes you feel good, what doesn't. And I've told Chris a million times, he'll say, well, what do you want for dinner? I say, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even care. Just make whatever you want. And if I feel like eating it, I will. And if I don't, I won't because I just don't even want to think. It is, it is the food climate. It's pretty frustrating. It's hard to know. But, the, you know, the, the thing is, though, everything revolves around food or basically food-like substances. That's the difference. So for me, when you start talking about food, 90% of the time when people are getting frustrated, they're not even getting frustrated about food. It's food-like substances. So if you want to start talking about real food, then we can have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? That's At least that's what I tell my clients. That's the direction I try to go. And then they start saying, what is real food? Well, what about corn and carrots and peas and all the, I'm like, none of those things are real food. They've all been bastardized. They've all been tampered with. They've all been hybridized, cross-pollinated, cross-bred, all kinds of stuff. And then we call it organic. But understand what real food is. And that's a, oh my gosh. That's, that's one, once again, red pill, blue pill. 
you know, and we don't have time to even have that discussion. So I say to people, look, if it makes you feel good, do it. Unless you're paying me, I don't even go into detail about what you should eat or should not eat. Now, we exchange monies and you sit down and you do my program. I'm taking you down a rabbit hole and I will mess your head up when it comes to food. Well, what can I eat? Aha. Let's have that conversation, you know, and then they don't like me. <laughs> but you lose weight. They pay, they <laughs> pay it or not to, to tell them things that they don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want to hear, you know, it's, but it's really, and it is frustrating, especially when you have kids, because I mean, I got four kids and one in particular with everybody wants something different. Dinner time. What do you want? I want this. I want that. I want that. Well, you look, this is what we're going to eat. And y'all, you will go to bed hungry tonight. And I guarantee you around 9, 30, 10 o'clock, you'd be like, okay, I'll go ahead and eat that stuff that I didn't want two hours ago because <laughs> I'm starving yeah. right I'm gonna now. I want to eat it cold now. Kids. Yeah, go for it. You know, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. I say that, but I'm not, I'm really not that bad. I'm, I'm a sucker. You're like, all right, I'll make you some of that, that grain. Yeah. <laughs> not that, not that <laughs> Amaranth. Amaranth. I don't know yeah. what it is. I mean, all right. Do we want to do any of the stories that we brought? <laughs> We can just keep talking. I mean, that's what we've been doing. I, I want to talk about. I want to talk about the hike that we went on because we went up Ensign Peak. The little teeny baby hike we went on. Yeah, I, I forget how hard it is to actually hike up like tough terrain compared to like running on a treadmill or even boxing. Like when you're going up a like a huge incline, like Ensign Peak's like a one mile, not even one mile round trip, but it's like 400 feet up. That's a that's a that's a kind of a tough climb. Just going change. straight up there, four hundred feet in less than half a mile. When did you go on that this last weekend? Yeah, on Sunday. Sunday. On Sunday, and then I get back. So we're up there Sunday, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Dickheads have fucking rolled their names and spray paint on shit freaking tagging. all the way up the trail. I'm gonna put my name on something that doesn't belong to me. Like I don't understand it. Why do people do that? Colonizing them. <laughs> well, and like in 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 so like in the Colorado National Monument out in Colorado, it's like outside of Grand Junction, I think. That got vandalized by a fucking dumbass doing a promposal. So he's fucking spray paints like we go to prom and a bunch of other shit on the rocks. Are you fucking serious? Like, don't people think before they do that no, stuff? No, they don't. That's the problem. And now there's a, there's a, 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 basically like a big giant reward being offered for a lot of that stuff. Because it's expensive to clean up, too. It takes forever. Yeah. And some of it doesn't come off. But it kind of pisses me off. So, But that's one of our goals this year, this summer, is... Uh, Every Sunday we're going to go on a hike. Go on a different Even hike Even if it's Sunday. just a little baby hike like that. Just to go see more of the things around the valley. Uh, the and to just like Sundays tend to be like a day where we eat crappy and then sit around all day because we're catching up on stuff. And by the end of the day, I'm like, I feel like crap. I've just been sitting here on my butt all day long doing nothing, like folding clothes or something. But it's so sedentary. And so we decided if we went on a little hike, then we wouldn't That's feel so crappy. Definitely. I love it. I ride my mo <clears throat> motorcycle through all throughout Utah now. And there's some what of kind of motorcycle? It's a Harley. Of course it is, yeah. because then otherwise he just has to call it a bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like when you drive a nice car it's in the automobile. But <laughs> 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 it's a hoopty. It's just my ride. Or, but, um, or it's a Bentley. But yeah, 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 that's when you go by the name. Way out of my price range, but but I uh, I found out about this place called Guardsman's Pass. I don't know if y'all been there. I've heard of Guardsman's Pass. Oh, you gotta go check it out. <laughs> so you go up to the top. It's like you're going up to Big Cottonwood Canyon, 
and then you hang a left and go on these real tight. I mean, the roads are tight. Get up to the top, and then there's a sitting area, and you can take the rest of the way and go all the way to Park City. And if it's crowded, it is terrifying to go on that road. It is crazy. I've never been more. I prayed all the way down. Almighty, just help me get to the bottom. I promise you, I'll be a good person when I get there. (laughs) You were on a bike. You should try doing that in a car. It's it's scary. And and yeah, but you get to the top, and if you park in that little parking Mm -hmm. area, you can actually. There's several ways you can go, and there's a little like a kid-friendly area to go down. We went down there and found like this water area. Have you been down there? The very no, I've just driven, I drove it's over at the top. the most beautiful thing I think I've ever experienced in Utah. And me and my kids went, we weren't even prepared for hiking. And we just kept going and kept going. And before we knew it, we got to the bottom of this place where, I mean, I'm like, I had a Joseph Smith or Brigham Young moment. This is the place. <laughs> this is the place. You know, I'm, th- I'm like, it was amazing, man. And um, we went down there and just just happen to find it but i find all these little places because me and my buddies will go ride and then i'm like oh, i'm gonna come check this out with my kids later so the hiking thing i'm all about it that's one of the one of the reasons why i stay in this place and love it is nature yeah there's yeah, so much beautiful in 20 minutes you can be up a hiking trail. exactly i like my favorite still my favorite place i've, I've hiked in in utah is outside of Payson lakes there's a bunch of whole whole bunch of trails out by their campgrounds we we went on this one and we got way off trail and we start going up into the 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 hills and the the forest that's out there and we crest this one and you can just see for miles just beautiful land. Uh, we found an underground river popping out, the spring coming out of the ground. That's cool. Some rancher had tapped for his cows, so we wow, just cool. took the water straight out of it. It was great. Not yeah. from the not from the cattle trough. That was uh, <laughs> now nah, we we pulled the hose out of the the ground that it was pulling from. So that's cool. Yeah, but that was really cool to to wander up on that like just totally out of nowhere off an unmarked trail and uh, that that's the kind of stuff that I want to get to. So, but I ain't, I ain't in good enough shape to get there yet. Well, You'll use, get there, use it. To, yeah, don't get in shape and then go do it. Use it to help you get in shape. Oh, get yeah, better. Sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Well, it's like we yeah. talked about the difference between when you hiked Zion and had to keep stopping and the, and getting to the top. You only stopped once on the way up to the peak. Yeah. And that was actually to look at a view. Uh, yeah. We actually yeah, stopped cool. at one of the viewpoints and took pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so. yeah, that's my goal, isn't it? I took my... My kids want it. They love Target, man. Every weekend they feel like we should go to Target and get one toy. And That's why they love Target. And a hundred dollars later, yeah, a hundred dollars later for all these damn kids to get something that they're gonna throw away. So I've been making it my business. I'm just, you know, feeding off of you guys to say, okay, no, we're gonna go and play on, you know, nature's playground, and we'll go to like East Canyon or Immigration Canyon and just find places and just go wander yeah. and get lost. It's you amazing take him up to here. Cascade Springs. I haven't been there yet. I've heard of it, but yeah. Where exactly it. is that? Uh, it's up American Fort Canyon at the very, very top. And instead of going over the Alpine Loop, you make a left and it takes you down into like a little area and um, there's like little fish ponds and bridges and it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I was at, um, we rode Alpine Loop two weeks ago. Then you passed yeah. the sign. Yeah, we... That's a beautiful ride. Oh, it's great. It's yeah, gorgeous. Love Have you guys place. gone into the cave, Timpanogos Cave? No, we didn't. We just went through the loop and then ended up at, was it Traverse? Mm. Yeah. So we went down Provo Canyon. Yeah, Provo and out yeah, to Yeah, Provo Park. Canyon. And yeah. then, yeah. It's just, it's tight. It's fun. Just, I mean, you see a little bit of everything. Yeah, it is everything. really cool. Really cool. Love that place. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's not you. It's not you. Uh, it's getting up at four thirty and going to the gym in the mornings. Um, the Bangaders keeping their farm. Yeah, I saw I that. Did, I didn't awesome want to miss that. that. You did. I know. I wanted to talk about it earlier, but I didn't want to miss it because that's pretty freaking cool. So you worked on their farm. Yep, that's awesome. When? When I was like, it's right next to my. They have their main garden is in Bountiful. It's right next to my parents house like three houses away did you get paid or was it like child huh? labor shit did i get paid <laughs> i'm just making sure so, so like, banger is a family yeah that's what the the, the, the highway is actually named, named after, after a former governor yeah. oh okay down this farmland and the city wanted to take it from them to turn it into soccer fields mm-hmm. yeah basically like soccer so they fields have the property in bountiful like in north bountiful which is by my parents house where i worked and then the property that was up for uh, taking that yeah. the city thought is in, farm- it, is in Farmington. Really? Yeah. But they still farm it. It's still like they're using it. It's not yeah, like it's, it's just there with farm. weeds or something. Uh, well, farming and is they decided, not cool. And they, <laughs> as far as people are concerned. And they decided we should put some soccer fields here. Because yeah, you know, we don't have, have enough. Farming. Well, and it's not like you can't just put a soccer field anywhere. You can just drop one anywhere. You don't. But you can't just drop a farm anywhere. Well, yeah. speaking of development like that, Harriman, this is this is fucking bonkers to me. So, uh, the city of Harriman, there's a big developer trying to do um, high density development. Oh, is it out Olympus there? Hills or something like that? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's, dude's name is Doug Jones. Townhomes, condos. Yeah, like. yeah, like that kind of stuff, like higher density stuff. Like it's a what is it, eighty four thousand. Uh no, that's the same. There's so town. much high density going in Harriman right now, though. That place, they're growing kids out there like weeds. It's yeah, ridiculous. Olympia, Olympia development. So, well, isn't Harriman where like there's been three suicides in the last? Well, like, the kids. Six. There were six suicides uh, at their high school this year. Yeah, well, in Harriman. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so. 8,800, 8,800 unit uh, Olympia development. So this is a big kind of high density development. 8,800 units? So, but think about this, right? So Sully County in particular has a massive housing shortage. Harriman is one of the fastest growing. Um, and, and they're like, well, okay, we, we passed this zoning change, uh, but uh, we don't really want, all the residents are basically, we don't really want apartments here. Because that's what it is. It's going to end up being apartments. Mm-hmm. We don't want apartments here because it's going to bring our property value down. Well, where should we put them? Like, that's where the land's at right now to, to build yeah. stuff is in Harriman. Where do you want us to put them? Do you want us to tear down a bunch of people's homes in Mill Creek and put up complexes? Well, we don't have to tear down homes to do it in Harriman. Um, and there's a lot of people moving out there, but that's that's really what it boils down to, I guarantee it, is the citizens don't want their property values to decrease because of an apartment building. Um but uh, there's there's some like political tie-ins going here too, because uh, County Mayor McAdams and Mia Love have kind of been going head to head over it because he said that he's just if if they can't come to an agreement, if the county can't come to an agreement with these guys, that he'll just veto the ordinance that was passed because he has that capability, but he doesn't want to do that unless they come to an agreement. And Mia Love's like, oh, you're just you're just uh, in a pay to play because he's gotten a bunch of donations from these guys. Uh, the, is this developers. Utah's version of like gentrification? I, uh, no, that's Rose Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what's going on in Rose Park right now. Honestly, <laughs> no, this is just trying. This is just trying to actually add houses to an area, mm-hmm. uh, and we have a serious shortage. So it's an interesting little battle that's going up. What What's crazy is if they want to get the petition to get it on the ballot. So that they can overturn what the council's done, they have to get eighty-four thousand signatures. 
They have to get... Wow. So it, it's basically 20% of all votes cast in Salt Lake County, which amounts to 84... In the last presidential election. So they need 84,000 signatures. Wow. Just to get it on the ballot. And this place so, is growing exponentially. It, yeah. Utah is growing. Like really? in the last five years, I think it's like quadrupled what's happened in the last 20 years. Yeah, and we don't have... We don't have housing. Yeah. The, a big part of the reason that people are homeless right now is there's just not houses to put them in. But try buying a we we were looking at buying a house back in March. We ended well, we ended up buying a house. The the day that some of these homes were put on the market, five, ten, fifteen offers high. I'm talking yeah. you're trying to buy a three, four hundred thousand dollar home and somebody will come and say, you know, okay, let's do it at four fifty. What the hell? Yeah, house. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Trying to buy a house right now. It's a seller's market, unlike anything I've ever. It it's insane crazy. because there and there's no apartments for rent either. Yeah. But the hard part is you sell your house, but where are you going to go? Yeah. Oh, a lot of people have done that too. One girl I was talking to today, as a matter of fact, sold a house too fast, and now she's she just found another place recently. But it's been like a month or two. Yeah, she's like, I have to stay in a hotel basically. Yeah, probably. it's like crazy. Man. Family. Yeah, there's just no houses. What is the big deal about? I, I grew up in apartments and townhouses my whole life what is the problem here in utah what is the stigma behind it land it's it's a land thing that it's just everybody has land here and if you don't but i don't think that i don't think that's it either no i think think that's exactly it well i i think the difference is we're so suburban versus a place like virginia land it's it's not the land it's the home it's having a house so when you go back east Having a house is a big deal because yeah. they're expensive. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm, exactly. When I say land, I don't mean like just a big piece of land. I mean like out here, you own your house. Yeah. In Utah, it's all about owning. Don't waste your money. If, if you listen to, to the LDS church talk to you, it, it's all about that. It's all about being very independent, keeping your finances right. And by doing that, um, the culture here rent is just throwing away your money. Yeah. You're 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 giving money to someone else to live in that place that at any moment can maybe not be your place. Mm-hmm. Where having a house is something different. It's totally a culture thing. It's it's all about land it, it, and your big property. Time. Big time. It's a I huge when difference. I was growing up, I don't think I knew anybody that lived in an apartment. I don't even think I could Well, there was those dumpy little apartments by seven eleven. But that, yeah, I mean, but I don't know anybody that lived in there. <laughs> Did you know anybody that lived there? But that's just the thing. Like, have you ever lived in an apartment in your life? No. Exactly. I grew up in a trailer park in apartments my whole life. I didn't live in a house until I was a junior in high school. And my mom only lived in an apartment, like, when they first got married, and then they bought a house, and they lived in houses. I, I even from... So I didn't go to college, and so I didn't have to live in an apartment or a dorm or anything. I even... My first... I had a house when I got married. Mm-hmm. We bought a house. But that's that's not the normal American right, life. But it is in Utah. In Utah, no, it's, definitely. Very much Even is. like on public transportation. It's not a it's like it's rare here. I don't know too many so people I've that never actually been take on the a bus. bus. Yeah. I've never I mean and growing up in Virginia, we took the you bus. You take the bus everywhere. The metro. Every even if you had a car, it was actually sometimes more convenient to take the subway. I used to drive to the subway station, hop on the subway, and go to work. Because I mean, that's how lots of people like in New York. It is a, it is a, in Chicago and New York and those places. It's a liability to own a damn car. Yeah, it yeah. costs a lot of money to park it, to insure it, to 
freaking drive it anywhere, forget about it. You you might as well take the subway or yeah. public transit. And actually, the public transit here sucks so bad. Um, that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And, and UTA's got a really bad reputation, so the legislature passed, what is it, Senate Bill 136 this last session? Yeah. Uh, and now, that bill, part of that bill, uh, in addition to just changing the way the, the UTA operates and talking about changing the name, which, thank God, they stopped doing because they're idiots. Yeah, why um, waste money on that shit? Everybody's just going to keep calling it UTA. Well, so one of the things that they opened up was the ability for counties to implement their own uh, quarter percent increase in sales tax if they wanted to help pay for road repairs, public transit, things like that. And Salt Lake County said... We're only going to do it if uh, everyone else in the if the other cities around the county agree. So it's really kind of resting at this point on Salt Lake City. A, a bunch of the other counties have done it, um, but Salt Lake City still has to make the decision uh, on the council. And Biskupski is basically saying, "Yeah, now's not the time. Let's not do it," and trying to get people to not do it. This thing went to vote uh, to the people in 2015, I think, or 2014, maybe, uh, and it barely, barely fell. It was like a 51 to 49% vote. Um, I think the real reason that she's trying to turn it over is the way the money split goes. So if they pass it by June 22nd, if the county passes it by June 22nd, it's 40% goes to UTA, 40% to the city, and 20% to the county. If they wait and cities decide on their own, then 50% goes directly to the city and 50 to the UTA, and the county doesn't get shit for money. And so I think that's why Biskupsi's saying, yeah, Salt Lake City, let's not do it, even though most of the cities in the county are saying do it. I think that's why. But that's not uh, something that's like been said publicly, but I, I just have a, a feeling that that's why she doesn't want to pass it. Well, and the need for public transportation has changed, too, as our culture has changed here in Utah, because now we have a more diverse population, uh, where before it was a bunch of Mormon families who stayed at home and, and did, you know, family home evening and, and whatever it was they're doing, and they're not going out at night, and they're not needing those services. Now you've got influx from California, from Nevada, from back east, people who are used to a nightlife. Well, well you, can I just say something? Even with the nightlife here, take the nightlife out of it. By the time the average kid, especially in the area I live in, at Cottonwood Heights, turns 15, you know, I was talking to one of my clients today. And um, it, economically, he's in a different tax bracket than most anybody I know. And he's taking his son to go get a vehicle that would be like my dream car today. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, so you get, even if people can't afford it, they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. I mean, this guy can afford it, but even if people can't afford it, you know, by the time the average kid turns 15, even if his mom's station wagon or the suburban, that kid is driving something yes. to well, get around. Well, like we, we, you know, our kids go to Juan Diego and that's just it. Like half the kids there are driving like brand new Range Rovers there you go. at 16. I'm like, what the fuck are you giving a 16 year old Range Rover for? Yeah. They're just going to wreck it. No, my kids don't have that. So, so kids, <laughs> so, so there's no need for public transportation no. when you know mom and dad will give you the keys to Well, part of the problem of the is beyond that, if you're a working class person and you live on the south end of the valley and you work on the northeast end of the valley, taking public transportation is going to take you an hour and a half. Exactly. At least. Yeah. You know, and you got to transfer here, transfer there. And it's like, it gets to the point where it's like, man, this isn't worth it. Yeah. Because then three hours later yeah. in your day, 
well, and you a, finally get home, you've just spent three hours commuting. There, there was a point yeah. where I was living in Magna, and I was working over in, in Cottonwood Hats, like Knutson's Quarter, and it was a two-and-a-half-hour bus ride with like four different transfers to get from where I was staying to work every day, one way, Yeah, to well, get there and back. That's, and, that's and if I missed one of the transfers, I had to wait 30 minutes to get to the next bus. That's insane. If I drive... It's 20 minutes. Well, it's like See, it's the opposite. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, she was going to school in Juan Diego. She would take the bus home, and it's two we hours. would drive her too, but it would take her two hours to get home. Well, I mean, that's not and horrible. That's, that's but track station to one bus. Yeah, like that's not even, that's one transfer that she had to make. And the bus stop is literally like right outside our neighborhood. So she didn't even have to walk very far, but it's two hours. Yeah. Like her, her, her need to, to drive. I mean, finally she was like, I, I need to get my license. Cause she even got her license. Like, cause she didn't even really want to drive. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Like I'm tired of waiting. And if her friends all got different rides with people, you know, she's sitting on a two hour ride, you know, and she's, I mean, granted she can listen to music or whatever, but it's just two hours of wasted time. Yeah. It's the opposite. Um, like for example, in Virginia, I remember, at night, I drove from Virginia, where we used to live, nearby Crystal City area, to D.C., eight minutes with no traffic. Driving in traffic, you sit up there and you can see the Washington Monument, and it still takes you an hour and a half. Yeah. You're looking at it for an hour and a half, bumper to bumper traffic on 395, 95, you know, just, it's insane. So it's the opposite thing. Whereas, yeah, a lot of people out there may have cars, but they're not using it no, on the same take level. public transit. Yeah. Public transit works, and it works very well. Well, that's why, I mean, Joe Biden, when he was in the Senate, he took the train in every day. Yeah. That's that's saying something. It's convenient. I had had fun in D.C. when we would hop on the train and go somewhere. Like, it was... If if Utah's public transit were better... I would have no problem taking it. Well, but, there's there's two factors to me. One, the the if you live along the tracks line, it's great. Tracks was was a great addition. I don't know why it took so damn long to put something. And like it's that always in here. always full down um, by the time it gets downtown. But if you live close to the tracks line, tracks is fantastic. It and you work downtown. If you live out west like us. It's nah. you know it's fifteen yeah. minutes to get to the damn track station. Yeah. Then Might as well keep driving. Then yeah. even on tracks, it's fifteen to twenty minutes in, and then you gotta park your car there. You gotta and and the the fares is the other piece. Yeah, what the hell is with it? Costs me fares. five dollars a person to go round trip to go downtown. So if I go to a festival or I go to Comic Con or I go to something like that, and I don't want to take my car all the way down, well, one, I got to drive my car to the track station. Because if I wait for a damn bus, it's going to be an hour just to get there. So I get down to the track station, and it's $5 round trip for each person. Well, I can park my car for 10 bucks. So if I take Bree and the girls, I'm paying $20 just to get downtown, where it'll cost me 10 bucks to park drive the car, yeah. And well, it's taking you hours of Yeah, of then it, and it's going to take me two extra hours versus, you know... 30 minutes either way. And it way. shuts down. Like it's in it. So like you have to say, okay, I have to stop doing what I'm doing because the last bus is going to come at this time. Yeah. So I can't say at this festival until 12, I got to leave at 1030 because that's the last tracks train. Right. So it's just, well, that's why Uber's doing so well, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, 
Uber and Lyft do well here as well because you can't hail a freaking cab. You can't hail a cab. It's against the yeah. law. It's against the law to hail a cab. And if for you some call a cab reason. company, I, I it can take I can hours. count how many cabs I've seen in Utah and I've been here for damn near 20 years. Yeah, you don't see And them. I can count how many cabs I've seen. I know. I see them downtown a lot because we of were, the airport. But We were watching a movie or something. One of my kids is like, are there cabs in Utah? Yeah, they just don't, unless you're downtown, you don't see them. And the if you a call a cab company out here or where you're at up in up in like Mill Creek Holiday area, yeah. there ain't no cabs around there. They no. take forever to get there. No. They go from the airport to downtown and that's about mm-hmm. it. And yeah. so if you want one, well, like he broke his leg and my daughter got sick and he couldn't get to the hospital and I, well, there's no way I was coming all the way out here to drive all the way up there to get him, but I wanted him there. It freaking has to call a cab and it took him forever to get up there yeah probably didn't know how to get here <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly true it's downtown program the wrong thing into his gps yeah really <laughs> we'll talk about that now yeah. i programmed the right thing i just took the wrong exit <laughs> that's what that was next thing you know like, like you want to back on to... state street 215 <laughs> well, do, you, do, you, do you remember the days before gps on your phone um. Yeah, I do actually. Print, printing out maps. I drove cross country with that, a like, big old atlas. Atlas. Yep. On my steering wheel. Atlas. Yeah, man. I drove cross country. <laughs> I, with that. I remember in the fledgling days of of the internet in the late nineties, early two thousands. You go on a on a trip and you're like. Map quest, and then you'd print all those you'd pages. Print, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like pages, thirty of it. pages, like he's airport like, to hotel, hotel to whatever business yeah. I'm supposed to be at, uh, back to the airport from somewhere. Man, we're spoiled. Twenty five page. Kim was trying we're to spoiled. print Google Maps the other day, and, then got, and I was like, I don't even know how to print that. Just use your phone. And he's like, Well, I might lose service. I'm like, Where are you going? Nobody <laughs> service. People, people these days can't. They don't know directions either. So like, nope. like I well, remember I would travel terrible. out to like North Carolina and I always ask people when I, when I travel for business, you know, what's a good place to eat around here? And if you fucking tell me chilies or Applebee's, I'm going to punch you in the face because <laughs> I can have that anywhere. But you know, to find local places and they're like, okay, so you, what are you going to do? You're going to get on this road. You're going to drive about a mile. You'll see a red broken down car on the side of the road yeah. with plants growing out of it. You're going to turn left right after that. And then you're going to drive down to the second light. You're going to hang right. But, you know, you're going to stop at this, you know, sign that, that's this thing, like some old ass billboard. Like, that's the kind of directions you used to get. And now there's no way. No one gets directions uh-uh. like that. They don't know. They just drop a pin. But everybody says east, west, north, and south out here. And I still haven't figured that one out yet. Go where the big mountains are. There's mountains all over the place when yeah. I look. <laughs> big mountains are east, the little yeah, mountains. You see, you're saying the same thing. And I'm saying there's mountains everywhere. So but they all are, look big to me. Those are bigger. Are they close? You mean they're closer? No, they're But if you didn't grow up around mountains, they're actually, they're actually they're physically actually taller. Bigger. If you didn't grow up around mountains, though, they all look the Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I know east For now. instance, right now, sitting where we are, we're pretty near the top of the Ochre Mountains. No, we're not. Yeah, like it's, it's 10 minutes to get to the this top. This is how I know the difference of where I am in Utah. If I see people walking and they have You're less downtown? transportation... <laughs> I'm on the west side. <laughs> if everybody got a, a Range Rover or Suburban, this is the east yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm across the tracks. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. There's a whole different level of like, no, like you see like, people walking. You don't see anybody walking unless they're walking like with nowhere to go. Like they're actually jogging or running with the intentions with their, of running back. With their cute yoga pants. Yeah, and you know, Lululemon outfit yeah. and all that fun stuff. But on the other side, it's like, okay, that person got an intent. They got 
They got somewhere to they go. They gotta go to work. This is the west side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the west side of the track. Or, true. or you're downtown. Yeah, or downtown. Like, like yeah. I drive, so I drive out to like 90th and right about the freeway. Coming down 62nd, there's always people on the bus stop on the way in the yeah. office that I work at. The closer I get to the office, the fewer people I see at bus stops yeah. the whole way yeah. down. There's a bus stop across the like on the side of the street of the gym. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anybody at the bus stop. Have you on ever even Drive. seen a bus on Highland? You know what? <laughs> I'm sure I have, but right now, my recollection is not. Well, I, it, yeah. That bus, I think, only runs once an hour. Well, if that, because I'm at the gym all day, and yeah. I, I really can't tell you if I see a bus. Yeah, I don't uh, think, and they don't, the nice thing about those buses, they only run like once an hour, but they don't stop the whole damn way. Yeah. <laughs> if off. you stay in there, you screw. <laughs> those the buses are the, out here actually stop. Like, the, you, you're like, oh, crap. Those are the bus, bus routes. Those are the bus routes where they have to stop and wait for five minutes just so they can get back on schedule because they haven't made any Because they're too, they're too soon, yeah. Really? That's the bus hey, that yeah. the drivers want. See, that's the route they want. But see, that's the problem. Like, uh, like 6200 South, if they ran a bus every 10 minutes down this road, they would have They passengers. would have people on it all the time. Mm. The other thing is, they got to lower their fares. $2.50 one way is it's just too damn expensive for a fare. Period. In a subject. How, how expensive is it for the train in Virginia? Oh, shoot. It's been years now, man. But it wasn't. I mean, it was like a buck something, probably. Yeah. But it was like 1990-something was the last time I was In the 90s here, it was like a dollar fifty, probably. Yeah, it was well, like a you buck could, something. Maybe you still can, but I remember when I was in high school, you could buy the card. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole month. Yeah, you can get a month. You of, can here, too. And and in downtown, it's totally free. There's a free zone where you can get on and off. And But that's, th- but that's like great said, for downtown, a- but that doesn't serve the valley. So when you're talking about getting rid of air pollution and, and cutting back on the cars on the roads... Downtown is not where the fucking problem is. It's the fact that you have, you know, out of out of roughly a million people in this valley, only about three hundred thousand of them live downtown. The other seven hundred thousand live in the rest of the valley and have to drive their asses in. Yep. Well, it's like if you live in Provo, coming up here, there's very there's nothing you can take. You can take Front Runner, but that's it. And Front Runner is an actual train. It's not the light rail. It's an actual train. It's only got a few stops, but it takes a while. I think Utah is just a really sedity place. You know, they they are just bourgeois. You know, and <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and even when you're 15, you already. I had a little 15 year old kid one time talking to his dad, talking about dad. We should get a Bentley. And guess what? They could have afforded a Bentley, but his dad decided to get like a really you know nice two hundred thousand dollar Lexus because it's oh, a Lexus. Oh, that poor kid. Yeah, but I mean. I, Come on, man, look, nobody's going to be on public transportation here because you're going to look at you're going to be looked at differently. Whereas when I grew up, it was like that's what you got you yeah, were used to doing. You, do. you couldn't wait till you were old enough to hop on a bus. You well, know what I'm like, saying? Because it made you, it was it was a certain level well, of independence. It's, it's it's like when you fly into the DC area, you don't rent a damn car, you take a train. Yeah. You jump on the train out of Dulles or out of Reagan yes, somewhere. Yes, you do. And and if you go to rent a car, you're just an idiot cuz you can't take it anywhere. <laughs> it was, it, no, it really was freeing to just Walk down there, wait for a second. Here comes a train. Jump on the train. Where am I going? Oh, I'm going there. Minutes. Yeah, boom, yeah, they're boom, just right boom, there. You boom. don't really and have to wait that long. Then get off the train. Like it, it was so convenient. It was so easy. And there are days when I'm just like, I feel so guilty driving in. But there's nobody out here I could even carpool with. Yeah. Nobody else is going where I'm going, and nobody else is coming out here where I'm coming out here. And like we said, our kids went up to Juan Diego. You know, they drove together. But that was the extent of it. Once one went off to college, the other one, she's just driving herself. I mean, she's driving a 
2001 Pontiac with the side bashed in, but you know. <laughs> to be fair, she did that. She, well, her friend, her friend did it, but but like Cassie, we're like you pay for your car, so she borrowed the money from her grandpa and she paid her grandpa back, mm. and his graduation present to her was forgiveness of the last part of the loan. Um, yeah. So she she knows the value of, of that car that she has, and hopefully that teaches her a little something or other. But and and I mean, there's a lot of young people out here getting that kind of education. You know, there there are a lot. They, unfortunately, they're not the ones that we focus on that we talk yeah. about. We focus on the the unrealistic lifestyles that I'm exposed to in Cottonwood Heights and parking next to the kids with the, you know, brand yeah. new cars or they get their parents hand me down and it's like a whole two years old. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to bring us down. I'm going to talk about one other thing. It's kind of a bummer, but I think it's worth talking about. Yeah. Cause that was just really, <laughs> well, that was, that was so you guys thought you guys talked a little bit about the, like, Eight million suicides at Harriman High School this year. What is it? Eight, six, six. six? Uh, that's just at one high school, which is which it's is extreme. It's very extreme. Pretty insane. Um, I wanted to bring it up because we we just had a couple really big names, big celebrities uh, died of suicide. So Anthony Bourdain in one week. Yeah, and what, who's the Kate, other one? Kate, Kate, Spade. Kate Spade. Yeah. Uh, and th- I I read an article today about the spike in calls to the national suicide hotline like Which, up 40 percent yeah cnn posted and it's actually it's a real thing it's a contagion that happens when celebrities um commit suicide because it just gives normal people this sense of well if these people can't make it yeah then why would i and that's the I, end of it i so. think some of it's that i to me, no. That's what the that's what the contagion the study, is. Yeah. That's what the study is. But, but I, I would guess some of it too is that number gets published a shit ton whenever someone commits suicide. So when Anthony Anthony Bourdain dies, on every piece of media out there for a week is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. You guys are talking about two different things. So Jess is actually talking about actual suicide suicides increasing, and you're talking about the increase of calls to the suicide hotline. So what Jess is talking about is actual people going, if Kate Spade, who's famous and yeah, making I get millions, that. I and get that. can't make it, then neither can I, and they kill themselves. You're talking about this number's everywhere, and so they're increasing their calls to the suicide hotline. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's both. Because I think it increases in calls because people are struggling, and it's also because well, of the yeah, out there. It, it, that's true. But it's still two different things. I just didn't want you guys but to be like. I'm going to give the number out because pages. it's a it's a huge problem in Utah. We've we've talked about it a lot, and like we've always said too. Like even if you just feel like messaging us or something like that, if that's the thing that that's the route you need, it, it's you you don't don't do it. Talk to somebody because. You're leaving behind people who love you, whether you believe they do or not. Some Everybody has somebody that loves them. You know, there's a guy named Levi Ernest. Have y'all met him yet? No, I haven't met him. Okay, he, he started a foundation called Every Teen Scene. Um, we actually did a, a, a fundraiser for them recently. So it's Every Teen Scene. And I can get y'all hooked up with Levi. As a matter of fact, I, I was talking to him yesterday. Um, yeah, no, today. And um, we went for a bike ride this weekend and stuff. And um, he started this where they get together like Monday nights, meet at classic skating for kids that are either, you know, really depressed and dealing with depression and all that kind of fun stuff just to bring awareness to teen suicide. And this guy is on the forefront right now. He's a serious advocate 
for bringing um, awareness to teen suicide. That's so awesome. you guys need to meet him. I mean, he's first of all, he looks like Jim Carrey and he's the <laughs> happiest dude. You, if you meet him and you don't smile and feel better than you did before, there's something wrong with you. Seriously. And he is he's he's started his nonprofit and that's all he's about is every teen scene. And then a friend of his, Kenny, I want to say Kenny North has another clothing company called Infinite Vision and stuff y'all need to talk with him also because his clothing wear is about his son who committed suicide and the name of the clothing line his son was about to get started before this event and i hope i'm paraphrasing you know hopefully i get it right but um and he, they started this clothing line because his son committed suicide and stuff and in his honor and stuff and just to bring also to bring awareness to suicide but we we did an event here recently. Well, I'd say recently. It's been a couple of months now, probably, where we focused on, you know, just bringing awareness to that. It was amazing. Carla Hernandez is another young lady who comes to our club. If y'all are ever there when she's there, I'll introduce you to her. But y'all need to talk to them because this is an epidemic. And it's not yeah, just it's in crazy. Utah. It's it's, it's it's big in Utah. I mean, Utah has got the gold medal right now. Well, since 1999, we've had a 45, like a 45% increase. Yeah, in it's, it's insane. And I only know because of like Levi and, and all these people, you know, that I've gotten involved with. But it's, yeah, and there's definitely. A, there's a few resources available. So there's the Safe Utah app, which I would encourage everyone to put on their phone. You may not need or it now. Or put it on your kid's phone. Yeah, you may not need it now, but, but who knows what happens in, in a week or, you know, in two yeah. days. Um, there's also two numbers that just program them into your phone uh, and then you don't have to remember them. Um, you know, put them in your kids' phones. Um, so the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And then Utah actually has one as well, uh, which is 801-587-3000. Uh, that Utah one now as a result of, of some of the stuff from the legislature, uh, is man 24-7. And, and staffed appropriate for call volume. So you won't be missing out if you call. Someone will be there to answer your call. So uh, one last thing, Dash. Um, I, don't, I don't care that you've been on the show before. We're going to ask you again anyway. Um, I, I don't, do you know what the, his first one was, Jess? So we ask everyone on the show. We've been doing it basically since the show started. Uh, and other people deign to uh, impersonate us. Um, but we always ask our guests... If someone was visiting the state of Utah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if his if it matches. Okay, so if someone's visiting the state of Utah for the first time, uh, and you can tell them one thing that they need to go do uh, before they leave, what would that be? One thing that they can do besides go to your gym. What's that shit? Um, you know what? Could you get a free time? And I don't know. Maybe it's the place I'm in right now, but like you guys mentioned. Um, the hiking in this area that's you know and and not just hiking but i would go to like zion national park and um and get out in the nate you know and and i don't know i can't think of anything else that is really really utah i guess you could say go to the lds temple and check that out but we've if had you're not, people say that you know and i mean and and that's that's very utah but for me right now the space that i'm in Anything dealing with nature, being outdoors, this is one of the most, I'm finally allow, allowing myself to enjoy the beauty that is Utah, which is outdoors, not in any building or. It's true. So what yeah. did he say last time? Oh, he's consistent. Is that what I said? Yeah. Really? Yep. Look at that. Oh. Yep. You said uh, that people should go hiking and to head to Zion where you get 
The three S's. Do you remember what those are? The three S's. Uh, don't. Spiritual. Oh, okay. Surreal and serene. And you oh. also said take a, a ride to, to Antelope Island, but you Antelope call it Island, Buffalo yeah. Island. Did so. I call it Buffalo Island? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because there were buffalo uh-huh. there last buffalo time I rode there. Yep. There was a herd of buffalo out there. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I've reached a certain place now in my life, I guess, and I've been here for a long time where I know I say I don't like, I love people, okay? But I like to be places where we're not confined with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like to be outdoors, and there's other people outdoors, and we're passing. Hey, how you doing? So lagoons not your cup of tea. <laughs> not my thing. You know, it's not. No, I don't. My kids love lagoon, and I make my wife take her. You, should, you can take them, and y'all can go do your thing. We're gonna go walk around out in the mountains somewhere. That's, that's so here's the place you need to go in lagoon. Just go to the old, like old historical cabin buildings. Yeah, because nobody just goes hang over out. There. No one goes over there. There's nobody there. You and you can see get some, ice cream. Some serious history in terms of like old ass buildings that they've mm-hmm. relocated there and old crazy Pioneer Village. Is yeah, called. Pioneer Village. No one goes there. You'll be like <laughs> the only person there. Yeah. All day. <laughs> you just like set up shop in one of those cabins. You'll just see hang out. All day. Yeah. Um, well, Dash, thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, no it's problem. Been a, Thank a, you for been having a, me. Been a fun episode talking with you. Yeah. Um, how can people get a hold of you uh, if they want nutrition advice or want to punch things? I'm just going to give you all my number, 801-673-3274. I'm at Title Boxing Club all day, or day. Mm-hmm. Title Boxing Club in Cottonwood Heights. Yeah, Let's on, make sure on we clarify Highland. that on, on Highland, Highland Drive. Yeah, um, that's what we are. Come by. Come check us out. Come hit the bags for free. Any one of your listeners, if they come and they say that um, I heard you know about you guys on uh, the new Utah podcast, um, we'll give them a week free just wow. to try to wow. no commitment. Look at that. Yeah, just, just make sure they right name drop. You'll they end name up, drop. you'll end up committing because it's really fun. It yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel bad that I haven't been able to go in like over a month. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys for a minute. We have Minnesota. not. Our Mondays graduation's a bitch. <sighs> so graduate high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, my final big. daughter. That's big though. Yeah, my final daughter. Now they'll both be college students, wow. which I'm super proud of. Because you guys I'm, look too young to have college kids. Well, they're not. They're technically not his blood children. He's younger than me. Uh, I, he looked older than you. So I was, <laughs> See? I'm just playing. <laughs> well, it's just the beard. He, it's the beard. He and I are. The, <laughs> he and I are almost exactly the same age. So you're what? Forty three. Forty two. I'll be forty three in November. Yeah. I, I just heard that. You know, I'm not that good at math, but when you said ninety three, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. 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 well, and that's where yeah. I, I graduated a year early. So oh, your you? math would have been better if I would have said. 94, which is uh, when Jeremy graduated. Oh. That's some good That's some good math. That is there. some good math. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. impressed. Every now and then. <laughs> I've been sitting here this whole time trying to calculate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like right on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> so dramatic. But oh, I will oh. be 43 in November. So oh, that's... Yeah. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us, uh, at TNU Podcast is Twitter. Uh, the New Utah... We're on Instagram now. New Utah Podcast. I don't remember what the handle is. I don't do it. What is it, Yes. <laughs> Same TNU podcast. Oh, podcast. Uh, the New Utah podcast on Facebook and thenewutah.com is our website where you can find out uh, about everyone's one things that we've asked them over the last two years. And I bet uh, other folks that ask that question don't probably post anything like this. So uh, Jess does a great job. <laughs> um, thanks again, Dash. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it.